1: The Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show is proud to be part of the Sane Steelers Podcast Network and their international convention agency, who have a top draw roster of bodacious 80s and 90s stars who are ready to attend your next Comic Con or any other kick-ass event. Do not be dangerously insane. Check them out now and you will not regret it. Bosh. Right, pod fans, on with the show.
2: Stand by. You're live in five, four, three.
1: Hello yet again and welcome to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. We are the world's most fearsome fighting team. We feel the magic and hear the roar as we celebrate, venerate and ejaculate the very best of times aka the 1980s and the 1990s. It's a real wacky show where anything goes. Each week, we leap back and forward in time, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping that the next leap will be the leap home. Joining me on this 50p shop calamity clusterfuck, where Paul Young lays his hat, is a stoic 1980s encyclopedia that just happens to be the inspiration for Roxette's third best song. He is the bastard love child of Arn Anderson and the ginger bloke from Mask. He's amazing. He's fantastic.
3: Wherever there is trouble, he'll be there. Welcome to tonight's show, Dangerous Dave. Good evening, Gaz. You are back. It's it's the return of normalcy. Gaz is back. He's made it back from holiday and from his illness. Well, yes. Well, I say if Gaz
1: is back, is it a return to normalcy? I would
3: say so, yes. Oh, OK. It's, it's normal because for us. I don't have to host the show anymore. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to any of the segments in the last show, you can tell that I was just getting fed up with it. I was just like, let's just move on to the next one, Lloyd. Come on. Let's move on. <laughs> no, nothing against Lloyd. What Lloyd contributed to the show, he was great. He was a great guest host. Fantastic. It was but, a lot of fun. Um yes. My I am not a host, not a full <laughs> host of a podcast. I don't have to worry about a coup any time then. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs>
1: oh but yeah it's been it has been a hell of a time the last couple of weeks like i just you know went to went to turkey and trying to have a great time you know we've all been like stuck indoors the last couple of years we actually had a, a holiday cancelled right at the beginning of of uh, covid lockdowns and everything um so you know we were really looking forward to this and it all just went horribly tits up it's just not a good time and i think ellie and i both put our heads together and say oh well from an early age i'd say this is definitely our worst holiday ever um <laughs> it was not great the hotel and the staff were very lovely it's just this i think it's just absolutely everything else that happened. Um uh, and yeah, and then like halfway through, Ellie got herself some sort of infection. I thought she had COVID, and we are, you know, oh. we're like, oh, you know, we're gonna miss, yeah, you know, the quarantine times because Turkey are really hot in quarantine times. It's like we're gonna have to stay in Turkey for longer. We have to pay for this room. We don't really have the money for this. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then it turns out she hasn't got COVID. I do a test. I haven't got COVID. But it, you know what it is that I've got this chest infection from hell is oh. it, it was it's like and you know and i haven't had a chest infection like that ever and i used to have some doozies when i was a smoker that was a hideous one and i was just like i was just thinking i just want to i just want to see a doctor and get some antibiotics and go to sleep in my own bed my own bed is actually shit compared to the hotel <laughs> one but the fact is i wanted my own bed with my special little neck pillow that I have and everything I, was just like, I don't I not get
3: yeah
1: so last week so I was home um but we had some um issues with the flat that we yes. came home to and and I was still rough uh, I was still uh, I, was, I was still rough as, rough as a dog uh, when I came home and uh and when and uh, of course i just there was no way i was going to be able to go through a whole show without going ah welcome to <laughs> <And> certainly... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just no way i was going to be able to do it so i had to take another week out so that that was unplanned so well done for you and you and lloyd throwing something together really 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 quickly so i really appreciate that because um uh, I, I i seriously need He uh, seriously needed their recuperation time, but I'm back now. I've even played football. I played football yesterday, so I've run around and um, uh, actually everyone's got a lot better in my absence Been out for a while with a dodgy knee as well as a horrible (sighs) holiday, a flooded flat and a chest infection. I've had a dodgy, dodgy knee Um, and everyone's got a lot better, a lot fitter in my absence. And I actually kept up with everyone. So the chest is better So expect a shit tonne of talking. I don't feel like I've done this in an age. So that's because you haven't. Let's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. Let's crack the fuck on. So yes, pod fans, Captain Insano, the Smash Meister, the genie. Call me what you will, but I am back. I've been to Gobble Gobble Land. Uh I've caught the world's worst Lurgy. Not that Lurgy, mind. And um I'm now 80% back. I've recovered and I'll be taking the reins over from Danger and Lex Lloydy. So thank you for keeping my chair warm, you villainously wonderful pod host. I am so buzzed to be here with producer Buddy, ironically, covering this episode. Um, (laughs) So, Dangerous Enforcer Sector, please will you ask me my favourite question of the week?
3: So, okay, I have forgotten what the question is. No, I haven't really. (laughs) So what are we talking about this week, Gaz? This week, we
1: are talking about my favourite friendly little worn out chum we're talking about the 1980s ranking bass sci-fi fantasy animation thundercats yes no bud it's amazing isn't it it's so great so amazing even producer buddies trying to join in created by ted wolf and originally running from 1985 to 1989 Thundercats is a story of a band of survivors from an alien anthropomorphic cat race that fight against the forces of evil on their adopted home planet of Third Earth and are led by the courageous but naive Lion-O. Exceedingly popular and cancelled with plenty of gas still in a tank, this series was accompanied by a highly coveted toy range, a long-running comic even video game whilst new versions have been released and a combined cgi slash live action film is in the works i know i'm getting to that bit bud hang on a second (laughs) the original series is still considered by critics to be the best by far and is generally i know right in the top 10 all-time cartoons whenever voted despite all of this no matter how incredible it sounds Arguably, the show's greatest asset was its theme tune that captivates any and all that hear it and inspires fans of all ages to give a mighty lion esque ho-in-loving <laughs> salute to their heroes. Absolutely indeed. Yes, what a thundering episode for me to return to. Holy crap. <laughs> um, I'd be lying... If I said I wasn't excited, but yes. I digress. Oh. Let's stop monkeying around and get to business. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, this Fun. is a hell of a show. Um, I mean, that, that goes without saying, obviously, you know. Um, that, that probably could have been even bigger than it was. Maybe bigger than Transformers. Um, only suffering from a bad case of shitheaders Managerius. um it's a fatal disease a lot of the greats sadly passed away from uh more on that later though well, i don't wanna i don't wanna okay. start on a low note um let's <laughs> straight off straight off the bat straight off the cat um we have that <laughs> but no straight off the bat uh immediately uh we're, we're talking about it you're or, or you know you hear your friends talk about it you're a child uh, you sit down, you got, and I, it's one of my favorite things to talk about, because we're always talking about cartoons. It's usually, it's usually like some, you know, like turtles or something like that. And we have, and I'll, I'll say this word that I've said a million times in the course of doing this show, anthropomorphic. We've got anthropomorphic cats on a spaceship fleeing from ex- an exploding home planet pursued by an antagonistic race of evil mutants. Um. Just in that short thing right there, four-year-old me says, "Shut up and take my money." Um, and thirty-four years later, I, I still think it's a cracking opener. Um, everyone's naked, apart from that—that's a bit weird. Um, I would have given a, you know, I, I, I think, I think if I was a kid now and, and I had the first episode on tape, I think I would have watched it. Uh, it would have been one of those things where I would have watched it over and over and over again because it's so tragic and i think i think tragedy is a tremendous way to start a cartoon so you know immediately you're looking at the you know it, it, we we didn't have um a lot of background in this show we didn't go into you know the origin story too much but it, but immediately they they came up with this yeah um uh, it, it's it's a wonderful platform to start from uh what a leap straight away you know it doesn't it doesn't stumble and it doesn't stumble and um and and fuck around and fart ass around and the first episode go give it a couple of episodes it'll be okay immediately immediately you've got you know you've got an incredible storyline to sink your teeth into you've got jagger who you know you've got a main character who you, who sacrifices himself um you've got this absolutely bizarre storyline which i don't think we've I, I don't think we've seen since of uh, a 12 year old in an adult's body <laughs> that is having to quickly leave his childhood behind so he can fulfill his destiny you know it's it's not it's not right it's not fair. He shouldn't have to do it. You're in a perfect world. He would have a childhood, and someone else would be Lord of the Thundercats. but it's not a perfect world. It's not their world. They've had to flee their world because their world's fucking blown up. Yeah. it's it's um and immediately you're like, well shit, what happens here? How do you go like, oh, like and years later, I'm still watching it. I'm still thinking like, well, there's nothing else. There's nothing. Other, like, this is the show that would tell you what would happen in this instance. Like this is so. This is still so unique, and I, I think that's. And I'm just talking about the first uh ten minutes of the first episode.
3: Yeah.
1: And already buzzed. So, be- before I before I I unzip and finish myself off because <laughs> I'm getting really excited about this. Um again we'll we'll do the thing we'll do the the thing where i say look you know what well, you know what did this mean to you as a child was and 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 something i don't usually ask you is like how did your friends feel about this is this something that you loved Was a standalone just yourself or was this you know you and a a bunch of other kids um you know, you know did you all have the toys did you all play the game together yeah you know, how did you all feel about it as a as a group of friends what you know Talk, talk me through
3: young dangerous experience of thundercats okay um i mean my fir- my first experience of thundercats was getting the uh, exodus video for vhS i' want to say over my birthday or christmas um, so exodus being that the vhS that has the first i want to say four episodes on it cool albeit heavily cut because obviously since then they you know there's bits of those episodes that were slightly missing but anyway <laughs> that's <just my> dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. so when, when you pointed out when you were like if you had the video of this when you were a kid you would have wa- wa- watched it to death which is pretty much what i did um i, I can't quite remember what i, I would imagine that at the time my friends watched this as well but i'm tr- I'm struggling to actually remember um i mean i had a few of the toys i had i think i had tiger uh lion um mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever played the game if i'm being honest
1: oh sorry um, when i say game sorry i didn't mean the video game i was like did oh, you and your friends pretend to be yes because that, that's something we don't ever talk about did. um yeah <clears> yes, did you? Be again cats, yeah everyone wanted to be lion yeah, and that's CD. the thing. You would have fights with your friends, surely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You you. I bet you had like the shock of red hair, but you had the uh, you had the, like no, no 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 ginger
3: mate. I didn't actually. I was blonde at the time. Ah, so shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that.
1: Damn it! <laughs> well, you made a, You and you were very fast as well. You yes. were a sprinter. You would have made a lovely Shatara. I would have done if they'd been male. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think I was always kind of like Tiger. I think mm. that's just my memory of it. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I my, my I think we I think it was held in high esteem as kids back then. But I mean, I am literally trying to struggle to figure find remember in terms of like what my friends and I did at the time. I mean, I know obviously we watched a cartoon. But I think my first memory is obviously getting the VHS, watching th- those four episodes to death, um, being like really hyped about the cartoon. I think I want to say it was pretty much on a p- similar t- sort of time as I got Transformers the movie as well. So I think oh, I had wow. both of those.
1: You um, were was, was seriously cool then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, those were my two, like, most watched videos. And then at some point I ended up getting, like, an Action Force video as well. which Oh, uh, yes. had, like, three episodes that, you know, they're, they're, because they're on they're my only VHS tapes, they're the only sort of episodes I can remember fondly of Action Force slash G.I. Joe because you, I watch them so often. <laughs> it's just like yeah. they kind of get ingrained in your brain, whereas all the other episodes you kind of lose track of but
1: oh totally totally i'm like that i, I think i had a tape with um, but only had two episodes of thundercats on or right. at least only two episodes that i can remember um and, and, and yeah you're completely right that's and i still think of that of one of the episodes as oh no it's, t- it's two t- sorry these two episodes sorry i still think of these two episodes as like some of the greatest children's programming ever. It's like, yes. they, they, clearly there are other brilliant episodes, but yes. oh, I'm thinking, no, 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 these two <laughs> these <laughs> two were the best <laughs> yes.
4: Yes.
1: even though I hate I I had a tape um, with, there's one with oh, I want to say it's the tunnel of time or something something like that where basically um, anyone who goes into this tunnel ages Right, they get really old really quick
3: and um Thundercats, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm oh, okay. no, just <laughs> yeah. checking.
3: I'm just checking. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I just thought maybe it was something else. I was like,
1: oh, okay. I not So yeah, whoever goes into. Okay, so they're on. They're on the search. They're on the search for something, and panthro sends them all out in different directions, and um they'll go looking for something. And uh, Tigra finds this cave. He's like, "Ooh, I'll go in here. I think it'll be in here." And the further he goes, the skinnier and the older he gets, and the longer his hair grows and everything right. and um o obviously gets a uh, he gets the, the old um pager beep on the old sort of omens <laughs> and he checks that out and um and he sees t- you know tigers in this cave and he asks the local you know can you help me out so it's um willer right. you know, the um Ah, uh, the 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 warrior maidens. Yeah, I don't know if you remember them. Like, when I was a kid, I was thinking like, "You're fucking rude. You are yeah. fucking <laughs> rude, lady." But I, I watched it again. I was like, "No, actually, the Thundercats are just like, um, you know, they're invaders." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like no, yeah. Fuck you, Thundercats. He was rude to him and anyway she gets you know this is the your friend's dead fuck it shatara goes in because she's the only person that's quick enough to get yeah. him out and um, they take him to a fountain of youth and it's, and it's yeah it's all it's all good uh, so that's quite a good one and then another one is like and i hate snarf i yeah. just want to say this now he is the scrappy do of the thundercats he's the Orco of the Thundercats he's an annoying twat there's no reason he's another one of these like oh we need someone who's going to be comedy relief he's not comedy relief he's a cunt oh god and kids kids know that don't they kids don't actually turn around and go oh, oh, oh I love snuff we yeah, don't like true. as kids we don't like these characters no. we want to see more violence yes we don't we don't we don't want to see more ghosts more explosions more sword fights we don't want to we don't want to see someone go oh well i did it
5: again (laughs) whoopsie
1: um but it was a very, it was a Snarf episode where the Thundercats have been abducted and they told each story, or uh, 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 you know, a story about each abduction and it was, you know, ingenious and Mumra's got them all tied up in his crypt and Snarf has to use what talents he does have to save the Thundercats. And actually, like, I, I, I again, watched it over and over and over again. I thought, this is fascinating. Like, I was, it's like I was watching a a, a, a drama for uh an adult I was yeah. like, mm, yes yes mm, okay i see yes interesting i like what you're doing here and i watched it again because i wanted to see and i was like yes yes mm, talking to the animals interesting yes <laughs> I, was like, I hadn't changed i haven't changed i think the last time i watched it i was about 10 yes. or something so, yeah it's just a bloody long time since i've watched the episode i was like this is great this is very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes 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 yes. Tell me more. <laughs> Fucking fascinating. Yeah. Um, so the fact that Snarf was an irritating twat, <laughs> um, and, and he still had his own episode where he saved the day. I totally bought it. Hook yeah. like yeah, you know, hook line and sinker. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't grumpy about it because we've had these episodes. Yeah, we've had these episodes where we've gone, "Oh, they're taking the, they're taking a minor character and they've tried to make them the hero." Yeah, and we've we've complained about it, but (laughs) in my opinion, we uh, that that was a a a proper standout episode. I think there's there's seriously good storylines. Like, I don't, I, I like. There's no weak characters. In my opinion, I mean, no. I don't know how... Don't, I mean, don't just agree with me, but, but how... There, there were weaker characters, sure. But it, but let's just say, if you were a kid, was there any character that you didn't want to be?
3: Probably one of the... You know, Wile E. Cat or Wiley Kit, one of the two. Whichever the male version of that was. <laughs> Wile Cat, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to... Be, you'd still rather be Wile Cat, the rather wily kids. Yes, yeah, yeah so, yeah.
1: so I don't want to be a girl. <laughs> <No>. um. <laughs> I
3: mean, the, the mutant, the mutants were quite annoying as well. Uh, sort of, uh, uh, and those guys.
1: I had a soft spot for monkeyan actually, just oh. because he he, he wasn't he no he, no he was a moron. Yeah, <laughs> and he was annoying, but it's the fact that um, because of his voice. Ooh, ooh, oh, ooh, ooh, oh, he actually sounded like more of a moron than he actually was. Yeah. And um, there, there were times where, like, if you watched it, you're like, no, no, he's, he's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Sometimes these mutants, like, as a team, were to- massively and totally inept. But like individually, you're like, damn, these are scary dudes. These yeah. are the, pe- these are the, these are the, uh, the antagonists that pretty much killed off a whole race. Yes.
4: Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's 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 pretty badass. Yeah. They literally wiped out 9 about 90 to 95% of a race. Yes. Yeah.
4: They that's they, true.
1: They, they almost like almost made Thundercats ex- like Thunderians extinct. That's yes. fucking mental. That's that's pretty hardcore for <laughs> inept um, cartoon 80 80s and 90s goons, isn't it?
3: Yeah, although when <laughs> when you when you, thought, when you saw like the the first episode where they sort of board the ship and look for the eye of Bumbera and you're like well this is pretty badass because they're all coming onto the ship to there's like five of them uh or maybe seven of them if you're including Jagger and windy kitten cat but you know they're still outnumbered um but then like the only thing that scares them off is that the sword sort of the eye of Fandera opens up and they're like, oh, quick, everyone, retreat back to the ship. So they're just kind of like, they look badass, but then in actual fact, there's, uh, they're kind of like, well, they're, they're just natural cowards as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as oh, yeah, standard yeah. bad guy cowards. Oh, totally. Like, as soon as he's seen a big rock. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the Mumrah thing was like, now, Mumrah was, as a kid, when he came, turned from the, uh, you know, from his tomb, from the actual mummy he was into the actual sort of beast warrior that he became, you were like, wow. I mean, he was a pretty frightening dude. Oh, then, totally. Then you have that, I think you have the episode, of the second episode where he has that clash with Lion-O who holds up his, um, uh, God, I can't remember what it was. He has like his sort of, not like a shield, but he's got it like on his hand. Oh, the claw like, shield. The, the claw yeah. shield, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and Mumra sees his reflection in it, and he like the only thing that scares him is his, his own reflection. You're like, oh, <laughs> God, you kind of lose a little respect for him. You're like, well, this guy is pretty bad ass. <laughs> He's scared of himself. Oh my
1: God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a bit. It is a bit upsetting. But I, the only thing that's because of that, you know what? It's funny. The the, the whole reflection thing. I can. It's a bit irritating. If he didn't have a shield or a sword, and his reflection was the only thing that scared him, that would be more—that would be more terrifying. But it's the fact that he's got a shiny shield and a shiny sword. It's like he may as well be walking around in a hall of mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's a bit shit. They changed that eventually, but like, but Mumra the Ever Living is
3: visually his probably. Initial, yeah, his initial transformation is pretty freaking scary. I mean I I know Fruit oh, yeah. and myself used to um liken him to like a teacher we had it in <laughs> uh, 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 our secondary school who you when he would get upset he would be like rah! and we were like fucking hell it's Mumra. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But like my mum would often refer to herself as Deborah
1: <laughs> when describing herself when she was angry. And yeah. um, my dad would say it's not when she's angry, it's just what she looks like in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but like he is visually probably the most terrifying villain in an animation his yes. that he goes yes. through is I don't think it's too much to say he's genius um, he's already despite his small stature a creepy and frightening chap um, yeah. anyone that lives in a crypt is is going to give you the willies right? Yes. so like he's, all, he's already like that and he lives in <laughs> yes. a, he lives in a pyramid. Yeah. So he's going to be fucking creepy. <clears throat> That's yeah. enough. That's enough to make you poo yourself. Yeah. Um but that you know that voice the the to uh, basically the the tones of a traveling bible salesman it is not. Um <laughs> Then you throw in a child age, oh god, You've got like some glowing eyes and the drool hanging off his teeth and a, a fuck ton of flying bandages and you've got the stuff of Lovecraftian nightmares. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say it again, it was genius.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, and I, I think they, I think they fucked up with i think they fucked up with the with the um the reflection thing yeah um i think lino really should have had to have uh i think they really should have come up with something really clever to defeat mumra
4: yes
1: um, yes. Not
3: just his reflection.
1: That's yeah, enough. even if it was luck, even if it was pure fucking luck, yes. um, he should have done that. It's like you know, and he, he's rather than just like look at your hideous face, <laughs> um, uh, because it's just uh, all that is. It just turns him into an Instagram model. <laughs> oh, with yeah, you know, an Instagram model like, that hasn't like you know had time to put her makeup on.
2: <gasps> ah,
4: that's right.
1: Go back to your bedroom. ah <laughs> um i just it it, it it completely reduces one of the greatest villains of all time of film cartoon tv comics anything reduces him in the first series to um to an almost nothing villain and i think it's an absolute shame because visually um and that music in the background yeah. <laughs> oh uh, you yeah, know the statues overhead, the clouds above the pyramids. And and when he does that um is it all that screaming laugh? Yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> shit. Holy <laughs> fuck. That
1: is amazing. Like Skeletor's got nothing on Mumra. No. Like, Skeletor is almost a comic character. Yes. Yeah, when you when you put him up against uh, Mumra, like, Mumra will, be, will He can't, yeah, all right, he's scared of his own reflection, but at no point does he. Like, I mean, Skeletor turns around and goes, You muscle bound boob. <laughs> he, like, he says, he says the word boob, for fuck's yeah. sake. Whereas Mumra is genuinely, genuinely terrifying, like. I, like, you think he's gonna rip your fucking skin off your bones? Like, he's yes. he's he is the stuff of nightmares, and he should make you poo yourself. Yes. Like, that is genuinely terrifying. Um, and I think I, I, I think if I wasn't a thundercat, that's I mean, that's who you, yeah, if you want to be a villain, if you want to be a cartoon villain, you want to be a dick whilst you're <laughs> hanging out because there's always one dick in a group of friends. If you want to be a dick. I think you're Mumra. Yes. Yeah, he's like yeah, I want to be him. He- oh, yeah, let's. Should we do him, he-
4: he- man? Yeah. Let's-
1: yeah. Oh, fuck that shit. I've been fucking Mumra. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, so you know I got totally sidetracked. I actually wanted to talk about um, who, about who I want to be if I be a face. Yeah. Um, here you go. I've been back half an hour and I'm already fucking old show up. But if you weren't Lino, um you'd want to be panthrough. Yeah. Right? I mean I mean I don't know about you. I know I know you probably like were pushed to be Tiger and I love Tiger. I actually have the Tiger action figure. I love that. I love the you know, the little like um, bolo whip. Yes. Uh, that would turn him invisible. That's cool as fuck. That is cool as fuck. A bolo whip that turns you invisible. All right. Okay. All right, dude. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. You and your skinny legs and your your leotard. I like it. I like it. Well done. Um, But I wanted to be Panthro. Okay. He's he's huge. He's tough. He's clever. He used nunchucks. He's a badass. (laughs) And he was so confident that he strutted around in his underwear. Yeah, and I don't know if he was black in the minds of Rankin Bass, but I would say he's B- he, he's pretty much the cartoon equivalent of B. A. Baracus.
3: Yeah. Um. He yeah. was like the enforcer of the Thundercats, ready wasn't
1: he? Oh yeah, totally. Like you know, and if he wasn't black, then he's you. Yeah. Yeah, and I can totally <laughs> imagine you now as an adult being Panthro, like for sure. Um, yeah, I love, I fucking love that. Like, Chitara and uh, the way they would draw the trade, um, you know, they, they were both supernatural characters as well, with an abundance of patience for a 12 year old in a man's body who was going to constantly fuck up. <laughs> um, and like, when, when you're, when you're, six a 12 year old seems like a hop skip and a jump away from being an adult yeah um and and, and whilst in some ways that's true living with a 12 year old now i can see why Panthro was so angry with lion all the time <laughs> like 12 year olds are fucking morons it's like that <laughs> jump between 16 to 20 if when you're 20 and you look and you examine your behavior when you're 16 you're like moron Whereas when you're 16, you're like, I'm a genius. There, there's a chasm. I don't think that's too much to say. It's a chasm of knowledge and experience that needs to be filled, even though they think they know it all, and expressing opinions based on... It's painful. And, um, and like, Panthro just had absolutely... Zero patience with Lionel. Okay, you're gonna do. You're gonna do exactly what I tell you to do. Yes, Panther, I'm gonna do that. That's completely that he's not told to do.
4: You're a
2: fucking idiot, Lionel.
1: <laughs> and he just, yeah, he had, you know, he had no qualms about telling him, "You're a fucking moron." Stop, yes. <laughs> stop. Stop being a dickhead. It was like, <laughs> and you're watching this as a kid and you thinking like okay well he's a big tough guy he can handle it he's a grown-up he's not he's 12 he's a 12 year old (laughs) in a man's body like how fucked up is that how fucked up is that i i I love panthro as a kid because i think he could have and should have been the leader yeah um and um, and also, yeah, he just gave no fucks. And I think, like, looking back at as an adult now, I'm like, yeah, I loved it. And I think panthero has got a bit of an online following. Have you seen this at all? Ah, uh, possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of an online following. Um, I think lots of people are like, you know, is Panthro black? Quite possibly. And then and then it's the fact that he's walking around with like these massive bulging muscles. He's a genius. Yeah. And he's and he's just like you know. The ultimate badass. He shoots spikes out of his braces. Yeah, <laughs> he walks around in his pants. He does like you know he does karate. <laughs> and it's like fuck me, this guy is cool. He's got these massive pointy ears. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> and yeah, and he tries to thunder tank. And he's just got a voice like that as well. And it's like yeah, no, okay, you don't fuck with this guy. And it's amazing. Um, like. If there if there is a if there's <laughs> but then I've watched I watched a couple of episodes and um, when Liono thinks he's not his time oh I don't come back you're the new Lord of the Thunder of the Thundercats if I was Pound Throw I'd be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like I could I honestly in a fight you totally would you would put money on Pound Throw, yeah. smashing the fuck out of Tigra. Yes. Invisibility or no invisibility, yeah. And um, so yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon Lionel just said that just because he was a little bit bitter. <laughs> yes. Every time Lionel crashed the Thunder Tank, and Panther had a go at him, he's like, "Yep, you are definitely not my second in command. he's just a bitter
3: old man." <laughs> and, of, and of course, he was voiced by uh, the guy who played uh, Cliff Huxtable's dad, Russell Huxtable, on the Cosby Show oh wow i did not know that did not know that oh wow. hyman i remember i remember watching it as a kid thinking i know that voice i know that voice much like uh shredder uh, was voiced by uh Uncle Phil. Oh, cool. because i was yes. because i was a big cosby show fan at the time you know i was like oh i know that man i know that voice and then i remember watching an episode of cosby show and go I'm sure that's panthro what's panthro doing on the cosby show <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> but yeah of course that, that sort of stuck with me but yeah
1: <laughs> so well i think that just feeds into the thing doesn't it on the internet thing it's like oh boy you know voiced by a black man but then um shredder never was was he shredder yeah. is. it's <laughs> so funny i'm pretty sure shredder is actually of um he's actually like got an asian background
3: yeah, it was said he was Japanese, I think. Yeah. Hura- ja- Hura-ki, Saki or something like that. So. Uh, but I mean, the uh, turtles obviously uh, didn't give it. Please,
1: voice. <laughs> voice. I'm <laughs> Avery Brooks,
4: big, fat, black, black American guy. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, it had to be, it had to be <laughs> translated into American <laughs> at some point, so...
6: Yeah, I know.
1: It's just so funny. It's just so funny. It's like, shit, that shit wouldn't happen nowadays, would
2: it? No. You
1: couldn't have that. It's like, oh, what? What? An, a- an Asian character? An Asian character voiced by, yeah. like, a gigantic black man? Nah, not going to happen, mate. <laughs> not, unless you- not unless you want your cartoon being cancelled. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. Hat hurt the chest. <laughs> oh, man. Let- let's move on to the toys, though, because I feel like we're... we're- wandering okay yeah yeah
3: the lgn toy line
1: yes um i i you know what i i i look back i think about my toy collection when i was a kid and i think oh i did okay considering the fact that you know mum and dad were on a z- on what seems like a zero budget um <laughs> uh, and my toy yeah, and I we I talked to my mum and you know she tells me about how much we struggle for money and everything. I actually, you know, I look at my toy collection and I think shit, I, I did all right. And more than anything else, I had I had um Thundercats. Yeah. Uh, I had Mumra, Lino, Panthro, Tigra, Shitara, Snarf um i didn't have monkey in vulture man jackal man slive yeah um so that's nine that i can think of yeah i hadn't even written this down or anything yeah that's just nine off the top of my head without thinking about anything else i had the
3: um so that's that's quite good you didn't have any of the burbills
4: <laughs> Those
3: <That's> annoying. <laughs> <That's> annoying robots <laughs> No, no, I
1: did not have I did not have Dan Deadman in my <laughs> toy collection <laughs> Sorry there's a, there's a chap that he used to play football with and when he was forced to ro- when he was forced to chase the ball into, in, you know, a significant distance he would go oh, bah,
4: bah, bah, bah,
1: <laughs> and he would complain like oh, fuck and he would turn into a, one of the robo bears from Thundercats, <laughs> he still does actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's even older now. so He's even more grumpy. <laughs> um, but yeah. No. Um, I didn't have a Robo Bear, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't have Monkeyan. I know I had something else. I can't think what it is now. But I, I did all right. I did all right for Thundercat toys. And what was totally awesome? You know when Thundercats would see. So, you know, Thundercat, the uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. The it's not. It's like the bat signal. What was it? It's the. It, did they just call it the Eye of Thunder?
3: You saw it in yeah, the sky. Yeah, the sort of omens. Did the Eye of Thunder thing? Yeah. Yeah. And um, the eyes would shine, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. no,
1: there was a toy, and if you stuck this tiny little metal thing in their back and had a yeah. battery in it, it'd make their eyes light up. Now I had that with um o and i also had one for mumra as well so his eyes were black even though in the show his eyes were red and yeah. he could push this thing his back and his eyes used to glow red so that was kind of that was pretty cool yeah i was quite chuffed with that. Yeah. i was i was very 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 happy they were quite cool um but then like looking back um looking back i was uh, a. Yeah. I kind of think, uh, okay, so I was a little bit I was a hop, skip and a jump away from having a whole collection, so I'm a little bit upset and everything. I didn't have Wily Kit and Wily Cats. No. Um, They were kind of, they were quite underutilised in the cartoon. They were also ignored as toys. And for a short time, they came as like a shape-mounted figurine with another character. And if that's not a fuck you, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what it's... Like, when Snarf gets his own articulated figurine and, and you're on a plastic mount, I'd say, you know, you've lost the faith of the people. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, but hoverboards, they're exploding marbles, and they're acrobatics and the show, and I quite like them, but... You st- you'd never pick to be them if you had a chance you know it's like yeah, you, you can pick a toy do you want panthro or wily kit it's like <laughs> um but you still you know if you, you want the whole collection but you don't want them on like you know <laughs> you don't want them like even if even if they didn't move and they only they were only on the you know the uh on the hoverboards that would have been great but they were just on a small bit of you know plastic like I found it incredibly hard to find Wily Kit and Wily Cat. I had one friend that had Wily Kit and Wily Cat, and no one else had them. Right. So that was a bit weird. Okay. Um, I, I don't know about you. Did you did you have many of the toys at all? Did you have that? Uh, because like you know I I I, I, I did quite well. Um, oh God, like like I had like the, you know the I didn't have any of the machine. Oh no no I did I, I did have a, a machine or two. Oh, I'm just trying to think what it was now. Um, oh, what was it called? Um, it was it was it was this machine that you it had a handle on the back of the machine with a little right. trigger, right? Okay, and what you do if you pulled the trigger, these little these like wings, the wings of the of the machine would swoop down and act as like a hook right. pick up the character and oh, would okay. pick up another character i can't remember what the hell it was called i had it written down somewhere uh... but i didn't have anything else and honestly i would have given a little toe for a mutant diver was it a thunder claw Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, probably a Thunderclaw, something like that. Like, I would have given, but I like, honestly, even on top of that, which I never saw in the cartoon, I would have given a little toe for a mutant nosediver. Oh, (laughs) God, that that was sexual. I love that machine. I think it was amazing. It was like you had to lay down on your front to fly it. And um, it was in an episode where the Thundercats get abducted. And that was it. I was hooked, and I love that. And I never did eat. I never did see one. Yeah. They do. Cu- they they were out as a toy, but I never did see it. Um. I would have eaten my own shit to own the Thunder Tank. <laughs> oh my God. I like. I would have had a little pellet of poo about the size of a Malteser. I would have eaten that to own the Thunder Tank. Never did right. have that. Um. God knows what I would have done to own the Cat's Lair. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I. Right. Like- I had uh, I just had Lionel, uh and Tiger, I think. Um, I knew a friend who had the Cat Slayer and the Thunder Tank, which I was quite jealous of. But I was just like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, I think I just had Lionel and, and and Tiger to be honest. Oh wow! Okay, so that, that's that's
1: in that's um, like one instance where I actually had uh, more of a set of of toys in than you did for once um yeah for whatever reason like i i, I don't know what it was i don't know if they, it was you know on a deal like uh, uh christmas or birthday or something but one year clearly uh fat you know family just all just gathered around and went yeah let's just get them as him as many thundercat toys as possible um yeah. it was amazing but like if you look back now <laughs> like i don't i don't understand that the toys. Like, the if you look at the sword of omens for the lino yeah. the handle was red
3: yeah
1: right and then the silver would eventually come off yes and it would be a red sword and it's like there was no fucking red no. there was no red in that sword apart from the very very middle yeah like l- seriously it would have made more sense to make it out of silver plastic yeah. I don't know had an abundance of red plastic or something. I, I don't I don't understand I don't understand <laughs> that at all yeah, but um you know um like uh tiger came with his bolo whip and that was like very uh authentic and uh you know, and, and um, faithful to the show and so were the the, the nunchucks and everything that was fantastic yeah they were great toys, man. Like oh, I was, I was really. They were probably one of the best toy lines
3: they did back then.
1: Oh, definitely, absolutely. Um, you know, faithful to the show, and um, I think it's very difficult to do play sets. So, like yeah. Castle Grace Skull, Cat's Lair, anything like that at all. It's very, very difficult because you very rarely see anything of the inside. Yeah. And if you do, it can be usually be quite boring, like someone's bedroom. Yeah, there's there's one room usually that you see, and then it's like you know, then there's like there's not a lot of anything else. So it's very difficult to do. So the fact that they did it, I'm very very impressed. Um, the castle layer opened up, didn't it? I sure. believe so. In a castle grayscale type way. Yes. Pretty sure it
3: opened up. Oh, or it may have... I'm just looking at pictures of it now. So it did open up, but not in that sort of way. It kind of opened up on itself in terms of how they made it, I think.
1: Mm, see, I I, I I, had one friend that had it, and I think by the time that I had gone round his house, I think we were kind of like... We, we both had toys, but we were both like, nah not playing with toys (laughs) we're too (laughs) cool for that but obviously inside i'm like i want to see this (laughs) you know i want that um and i think and i think as a child i was like i really really want i I still wanted star wars toys still wanted he-man thundercats ghostbusters i wanted all of it transformers transformers Yeah, I wanted yes. all of them. I wanted to. Yeah, I, I, you know, I love the detail on these things, and I've got, I've got, you know, I think the, the great thing about the HQ for any, any of these uh, toy lines is that uh, I've got this, I've got this thing about miniaturization of real life, like. All right. Yeah, like, um, I love model towns, and that sounds so sad. But I love, you know, I love miniature towns. I love scale electrics. I love train sets. I love anything like that. You know, if you make a small miniature version of a bigger thing, I think that's fascinating for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. I've always found that fucking fascinating. And that's what toys are, isn't it, essentially? It's, it's a miniature version of something that should be absolutely fucking huge. And I just love you know, I love the detail that goes into everything. I appreciate it. And if it's got moving parts and I appreciate the engineering that goes into it. And I don't think I realized that when I was a kid, I think my dad was kind of like, you know, like just, just yeah, leave the toys alone. Like, Oh, no, I like toys. I like toys. No, I, th- and I think I realized now as an adult, I was like, no, I just love the detail and the engineering and the ingenuity that went into absolutely everything like that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fantastic, and they they did do incredibly well. But um, They did. But I've got so there's so
3: much I what to say. But I think we're running out of time, aren't we, for talking? Yeah, I think there is. I mean, I mean for me, I'm just going to say that. I mean, because it because of the time it was on, like eighty five to eighty nine. I mean, I can't even remember myself like finishing the whole series, like going on to season right. four and finishing like the you know last couple of seasons um i think obviously I've, I've seen a bit i've watched a few episodes um i watched like the last ever episode like beginning of season four and what happened so i kind of know what went on but back as a kid there was just so much choice on i just like i just don't even remember watching the end of the cartoons so
1: yeah
3: no i know what you mean i do i haven't i haven't actually seen that much um
1: uh, yeah but I know what you mean there was so much choice it was very very difficult to become an expert in something like this as a child um but you know a lot of these things they're um they're incredibly popular and they and and um yeah this is no this is no different and you know the, if something's incredibly popular it ends up getting reboots and everything and this has had like you know two reboots I believe, and you yeah. know um But they're very different. And I just want to cover this. I know I always bitch and I moan about like the reboots. (laughs) And so give me my five minute bitch and moan about the reboot. But like, it's different. It's it's very different. I'm again, like, I I get a bit upset about it. It's like you're taking something, you're taking something that was genius and you're trying to go, okay, well, today's kids aren't going to accept that bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. they'll accept anything you fucking feed them so just don't be a dick so like, yeah. given the choice this is the you know the first example given the choice i think we wanted to be cool grown-ups when we were kids yeah okay from what i see from society that's changed okay society has changed kids aspire to be they, they, they did aspire sorry they aspire to be cool talented strong brave adults Somewhere along the line this changed, and TV creatives either rolled with it or they influenced real life. And Lionel like has apparently changed from a, uh, a a child in an adult's body to a teenager. Right. Um, I'm assuming so they yeah, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming it's so like you know, they you know kids can relate a bit more. And maybe somewhere, someone said that a child inside a body of a 20 year old is a bit odd and that kids couldn't relate (laughs) but i would argue that in a show about intergalactic anthropomorphic magic sword wielding technologically advanced cats battling mutants and ancient sorcerers powered by insidious totem gods (laughs) that a boy in a man's body is the least of your worries about realism (laughs) yes yeah, And I just, I, you know, I loved, and I still love the fact that Lionel had to grow up fast to, to fulfill his destiny. Um, a lost childhood is a tragic thing. We love a tragic hero. Um, but yet he to fulfill his destiny. He had to lead to some of the cats. I don't think children should be taught that being a child forever is cool. No. Or that being a teenager is everything that you should aspire to be. The be-all and end-all. They're going. They're going to end up as adults eventually, and that's when they're going to have to hone their skills that they've been practicing and become who they're meant to be. And I think the remake is potentially harmful in that respect, and in in that a child having to learn responsibility and to control and to become a total badass and a hero is a great lesson to learn. And like you, you throw in the moral component at the end as well, and this is. Uh, immediately it's infinitely better than the remake
3: yeah you yeah know, I mean, I, I, the, the remakes look awful <laughs> to be yeah. honest like just yeah. the animation looks awful i mean i mean the one thunder cats raw that they did in 2020 they just t- turned it into like i don't know the, the animation just looked like it was a joke i was just like really they've taken this like awesome badass cartoon from the 80s and turned it into this bloody i don't know venus and verb or whatever they're called type oh thing. And you're just like what's yeah. going on with this <laughs>
1: so. yeah no i know that upset me it's, it's it's you basically shit on the original, there with that yeah. animation, you completely shit on the original. You can't take kids, won't take it seriously. And this is yeah. what really annoys me. You've got to be able to take these things seriously. You know, they, these are like real life issues that they're, they're dealing with. Like, apart from the laughing at the end of every episode, that was fucking annoying. <laughs> that was fucking annoying. But um, quickly, before I've got to, we've got to move on. I, 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 I just i've come back and i was like i've got a month's worth of talking <laughs> to get out but we need to discuss the theme tune and the opening credits yeah uh, personally if there's anything that can challenge the transformers for audio and visual stimulation excitement and wonder it is this it could be even better um i will usually scold creatives you know this i'll usually scold Creatives are trying to fit in too much too fast and too soon <laughs> into a short space of time because it's too much for this. you, know, you can't take it all in, you know, pace yourselves and all this. But I, I'm going to be a massive hypocrite. Oh. And I'm going to say, this is what I love about the intro. Yeah. I love the fact that it's too much. Yeah. Okay. So you've got, yeah, you know, so yeah, you know, immediately dun 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 dun. And then it's like, whisper, Thundercats. Yes. Those aggressively fast opening bars send chills over my skin, like, explosion! Bright red fire scorching the skies. Sword of Omens. Thunder, 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 Thundercats. Quick introduction to the rest of the gang. Faces come up. And then it's an all-out assault on <laughs> my senses. Yeah. Ah, unrealistic acts of physical ability. They're on the loose. I'm feeling the magic. I'm hearing the roar. They're bloody Thundercats. A tank coming out of the ground. Two small short, full, mutant. The exquisite screaming rock guitar that make me want to weep with joy. I've still got my, my, my skin is still so covered in goosebumps I think it's going to split open They're jumping all over the place In reverse for some reason And then there's a goddamn giant Bastard ghost standing in front of them Pauses <laughs> for breath And then there's some mad evil magic shit um, Holy crap What is that It's no match for the guy with the red hair Jumping backwards with his magic sword Whisper And add in a subtle roar and at this point, I take stock of my surroundings and, like, I'm laying in a, on the floor in a puddle of my own sweat, urine and semen. I've been <laughs> overstimulated to 11 out of 10 and my brain is rocking backwards and forwards against the size of my skull. I'll never forget the moment, the first time I saw this intro. And I've never been so thankful to be mentally scarred and brainwashed yeah. as I am right now. Like, I slow my breathing down. I change my underwear and I watch the episode before I repeat the whole process in 25 minutes time. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking splendid. And uh, I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think Thundercats could quite possibly be the greatest theme tune ever. Yes. And like well. yeah, visually as well, add that in X, it is. It's. A, I'm being a massive hypocrite because it's everything I hate about an intro, and yet, <laughs> it. It. I just. I just came in my pants talking about <laughs> it. So, I. Like, what, what do you reckon? You know, tell. Tell me what you feel. Is it definitely number one? Definitely number two? Top five? Top ten?
3: I mean, we had. I, there was a thing on Twitter the other day where I put. I ranked. I think I put it on. I put it in my top five. Um, I want to say I've put it at three or four. So, wow, yeah, it's definitely up there. That's Bloody hell.
1: it's definitely it's got to be the most. At, at, at the very least, it's got to be the most high energy, most mental one. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, like it. It is. It is a full out assault on the senses. Like. Yeah, that you know the, the the streaming through space of red energy. I just I don't understand what's going on. But all <laughs> I but I, I had a pair of shorts on. I had it on my TV. I was watching YouTube on the on the flat screen on my chimney breast, <laughs> and I just went, and I was just like, I was loving it. And I looked at my legs, and they, they I was my legs were just covered in goosebumps. <laughs> It was it was absolutely insane. Uh, like uh, I get so much from these cartoons um, still, mostly because of how I felt as a child, like the nostalgia and everything. But yeah. the these eighties and nineties theme tunes, like the the oh, fucking hell, you just and we keep saying. And there are people all over the world saying, "You just don't get theme tunes like this anymore." So why is it no one's paying any fucking attention to us? And people are just, you know, people are just like, you know, phoning in these theme tunes. <laughs> you
3: they... do... I think they just put any old shit out there and think old oh, people won't moan about this or complain about it. And it's just like, ugh, oh, okay. So... It's just, it's just as
1: long as my boss gets off my back. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's good. It's not about what's good. It's about what sells. Yeah. Or what gets. Yeah. You know, it's about the numbers. It's not about making art. No. It just oh, it just breaks my heart. Oh
0: dear. Oh dear. Wow.
1: We, yeah. We didn't even talk about you know shitheaded managerius or whatever. But that, that's <laughs> about the film and. Yeah, you know, the you know the film that never was and got shoehorned into the start series two, and that's bullshit. And and <laughs> uh, I think, it, honestly, honestly, if if they'd actually made a film out of it, it could have it could have you know um, franchise. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I think it did kill the franchise doing it like that. I think it could have it could have made it even better if it had the film. It could have been even bigger than Transformers, but oh. <sighs> I know, that's a, that's a huge statement and I can't believe I've left it but I think we have to leave it. I think we do have to leave it there. I think we have to crack on because we've got at the very least, we've got Ask Dangerous to do. Challenge Dangerous to do, yes. Even, sorry, Challenge <laughs> Dangerous. I, you, you can tell I've been gone for three or four weeks. Yes, we've got Challenge Dangerous to do. Shit, yes. Okay, so sorry everyone, if, if we haven't covered if we haven't covered uh, what you were hoping that we would cover uh, damn Like email, email me email us, sorry um, just have a moan tell me, oi, why didn't you say about this, go for it um, but we have to move on, uh, and so we will see you in a few
5: okay, round two, name something that's not boring
2: Well, time for the insanely dangerous RetroBot Show, boys.
1: Welcome back, everybody.
2: It's that time
1: again, whether you want it to be or not. Yes, it's time for Challenge Dangerous. Every other week, I test our resident 80s encyclopedia on his knowledge, his recall, and his research on our chosen subjects. If he manages to get at least six questions correct, he will be crowned king of the pod. However, if he manages to get all ten correct, then he will win the coveted Super Secret Sexy Prize. This week, I'll be challenging Dangerous on our chosen subject of Thundercats. Okay, are you ready?
3: I think I am.
1: Smashing. Right, okay. Question one. Who wrote the Thundercats theme tune?
3: Oh. Oh, that's a that's a great question to come up with. (laughs) It is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that is something I do not know the answer to, I'm afraid. (gasps) It was Bernard Hoffer. Oh.
1: Okay, right. Question. Bad start already. (laughs) (laughs) Question two. What is the name of the stone in the hilt of the Sword of Omens? Stone. Yeah, the stone. The stone in
3: is it the Eye of Fundera?
1: Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. He's got a question right. (laughs) I mean, it's only this. uh, I made it sound as though you're fucking hopeless, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) fifty percent. Okay, right. Here we go. Question three. What is the name of the mutants'
3: castle? Oh, the mutants' castle. Oh God. I want to say something like it's Castle Plunder. Plunder. Piggity pig pig ping. castle plunder it is
4: that's
1: a,
3: that a good guess oh dear
1: okay plunder because it's named after the mutants home planet yes right speaking of the mutants who was the leader of the mutants
3: that was um Sislive. So, Slive, it is!
1: <laughs> yes. yes, okay! Now, which oh. member of the Thundercats' real name is Osbert? <laughs> oh,
3: God! Osbert? Yes. Oh, oh, God. Oh, my goodness me. Now, that you've gone and found some. Interesting questions in this one. Um, I am gonna have to have a guess and say maybe Panthro. No, it was Snarf. Oh okay. wow does he say that is he really a cat anyway? He's
1: a Thundercat, yeah Of course, he gets called when He picks up the eye of Thundera And he That's saves true. the Thundercats from Mumra and... Very true yeah.
3: Okay Question six Who voiced Lion-O? Lion-O? was Voiced by Larry Kenny Yes he
1: was He was voiced by Larry Kenny Well done OK, right. That's four. Question seven. Who are Willa
3: and Nader? Oh, you did. You did talk about one of them in the uh, in your thing about the uh, greatest episodes that were ever made. Or <laughs> two great episodes.
1: Indeed.
3: Fucking rude, fucking rude.
1: <laughs> but no, they're not. They're not. They just don't like entitled aliens coming in and doing whatever the fuck they
3: want oh god i want to say they were like (sighs) you don't have to get it completely right but give it a go they were like village women of like they were like out elders of some kind of tribe on the planet okay I don't
1: know to be yeah, well, fuck it not elders but they were warrior maidens you know what right. you know what we'll give it to you we'll give it to you Willa and Nader yes I don't think I ever
4: got My that
1: far into the weather. system <laughs> I don't think I ever got that far into the seasons so. you should watch I can't remember the name of the episode you should watch the one where Tigra gets um ends up in the, uh, the cave the time tunnel uh, yeah, it's not a time to... Yeah, I know I said that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, know. I think I think it literally is just the cave of time or something like that. You right. should watch it. My name is Willa. Like, you say, like, it's the most... It is the corniest, most awful English accent ever. <laughs> it's awful. There, there you go. Uh, and uh, uh, where are we? Okay, here we go. Question eight. <laughs> How many episodes were aired in
3: all... In all In all I want to say there was 140, right?
1: No, it was 130 Oh, no
2: <laughs> oh. oh, no Oh, no <laughs> Right, you're,
1: you're on five You need one more out of these last two To get king of the pod Question nine I think you got this one, Sorry. Question nine Because I was running out of questions So I had to do easy (laughs) ones Oh nice
3: Mumra was voiced By who Uh, He was voiced by Earl Hammond
1: Yes he was There we go Who voiced (laughs) Yes. Yes Now do you scrape By with six or do you get a respectable seven Question 10 what was the power source for all Thundercat machinery?
3: Oh God
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna be scraping by with six <laughs> this is it again this is another one from the bloody <laughs> the cave of time thing they just I, I like you know how the transformers were always looking for energon yes the thundercats were always looking for i serious i don't remember
3: i <laughs> don't remember it begins with sun Fondera. we <laughs> were looking for Fondera, even though that was the home of their, pl- their planet <laughs> <laughs> thunder Knight. no it was bundrilium Right, okay, and that's something I never paid attention
1: to in Thundercats, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Panthros you know, every now and again he complains about the fact that they don't have enough Thundrillium and they can't power the Thunder's ankle. Oh yeah, this and that. But you you got KOTP, you got King of the Pod! Aye, we hear it in the the Hogan Run,
2: continue. Struggled
1: with that one though. <laughs> it, that one. it was a bit of a quiz, man. Real sorry. Like, I, like, it, it, it was either like, it, it was either what colour is Lino's hair, <laughs> or it was, or it was these ones. Yeah, what? <laughs> or like, you know, is it Lightning Cats or Thunder Cats? It was like <laughs> the quiz questions I could find were so shit. It was unreal. Um or as I get like, this know, one, we're going uh, for gas next week. <laughs> 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 How many testicles does Wily Kit have? It was, it, was, it was fucking difficult, it was awful. So I felt bad, but well done. You got some you, your Hogan one continued, man.
3: It's all graven, baby. I'll, I'll accept it. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll move on. And this opening next, uh, challenge dangerous, i can be a bit better. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey. It, you haven't lost. You haven't lost, big man. You just crack on. You
1: just crack on and just you know, roll around and like l- love yourself as you roll around in your victory. As you're like, yeah, my Hogan run. I, I don't have that, a Hogan. I won that one run. by countout. Yes, yeah, fine it's Yeah, so I don't have. I don't have a Hogan run. That's true. It's yeah, true. you roll around in victory. I roll around in my own shit. Oh, and <laughs> I shit the bed and get like zero out of five. <laughs> there you okay. go. Right, shall we crack on, and we we can we can do a little bit of it, a pod pickers. How does that sound? Yes,
3: as long as I'm not doing the countdown, I'm all for it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Pod pickers.
0: It's time for pod pickers. Pod pickers.
2: Oh.
1: Pod pickers. Hey there podpickers, your favourite geolocation statistics segment is back for another episode. Each week we check out our top 20 listener locations from around the globe. We'll be languishing in last place or heading to the stars like Sue Pollard on a Nick Berry shaped rocket. You'll have to stay tuned, so without further ado, let's see who made it to the top spot this week. Number 20, Crane, Motson, Virgo, and Ryder, all powerhouses, and all from Salford. Number 19, Bonjour, Dr. Brennan, au laboratoire de crime medical. It's Montreal. Number 18, it's the city of joy, Kolkata. Number 17 it's the beast from the east it's eastly number 16 you won't see any allen keys here it's me number 15 sorry sexy sandy southport Number 14, the TV and movie capital of Welsh Wells, it's Cardiff. Number 13, you becker believe it, Big Spencer, it's North Hollywood. Number 12, hello to everyone that frequents Bubblegum Alley, it's San Luis Obispo. Number 11, bright light city that's going to set my soul on fire. It's Las Vegas. Number 10, once upon a time, the brewing capital of the world, burton on Trent. Number 9, of course, it's Southampton. Number 8, JR's listening in from his hospital bed. It- Dallas, number seven, the ancient market town of Newport. Number six, it's them gold, Man and Broncos, Denver. Number five, the New York Yankees listening in from the Bronx. Speaking of New York, at number four, so nice, they named it twice it's new york number three the city of angels los angeles number two as hard as a granite worktop it's waterford but in at number one ding dong it's everyone's favorite lady it's Avon,
3: Connecticut. <laughs> wow, Connecticut's still number one. And there you go. That's how you do the proper countdown. <laughs> been missing for three weeks. That was hard work. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you know why I didn't do it that way. You were like egging me on going, go on, Dave, you can do it that way. You, you know you want to. I was like... No, because everyone always just be like, "Oh, he's just trying to copy Gaz." No, to- you're not trying to copy Gaz. What you're
1: doing <laughs> is you're keeping up. You're keeping up the how we do it on the show. We it is not Gaz. It uh, is not change We are the show. Oh, okay. We, we are. Do- we yeah. We are a single being.
3: Well, maybe next time if that happens, then I need to, and I'll, I might do it. Yeah, never know, but probably not anyway. <laughs>
1: You don't need to sound like a twat when you do it. <laughs> Fair enough. And I've made up most of them. Now you can just, you, know, you just repeat what I've said. But yes, here we go. Let's go from number 20. When I say crane, Motson, Virgo and Ryder, I mean, Andy crane, John Motson, John Virgo, and Sean Ryder. All powerhouses. All absolute legends. Of the 80s and 90s. That's Andy Crane, John Watson, John Virgo, Sean Ryder. We're talking TV presenters, journalists, a snooker referee, and a musician. Lovely stuff. Absolutely gorgeous. Great to see Salford push their way, force their way, smash their way into number 20, number 19, Montreal. It's great to have Canada
2: scraping their way back
4: in. <laughs>
1: And I yeah you know, I absolutely love I mean I, I love Bones the TV program
4: yeah
1: I'm actually a bigger fan of the books that they're based on which right. is nothing like the TV show at all uh-huh. I actually have a, a, a reasonably uh, you know reasonably sized uh, Kathy Reich's collection um, and uh, the, there's a lot of French going on in these books so I felt like it you know uh, Kathy. This is for you, baby. So yeah, the, the bonjour, Dr. Brunon ou le bratois de crime médical. It's probably absolutely hideous French. So anyone who speaks French out there, I am very sorry. But yes, Montreal, well done. Cold Carter, Cold Carter. Just the city. To, just I know it's the uh, the city of joy, uh, but it's the city that will not fucking die. You just can't get them out of the uh, out of the top twenty for more than a couple of weeks at a row. Well done, Cole Carter. Well, they, weren't the the,
3: the, they weren't in the top twenty the last three weeks, but
1: anyway. No, I know, but they just they won't go away permanently. Like <laughs> yeah, like they, you know, in India, like went, yay, great, we love these guys, and after a while they went, no, fuck these guys. <laughs> uh, but Cole, yeah, every now and again. Every now and again we get some Indian listeners and we love it. So thank you. Uh Eastley, we don't know who's listening in from Eastley but we think it might be those sexy sisters. Hey, there's sexy sisters. If it's not then it's them sexy brothers. I don't know. Someone <laughs> uh but thank you very much um you won't find any allen keys here in Medas because they make absolutely sexy beautiful furniture you will not find any ikea there they are known for making some absolutely beautiful pieces number 15 sunny sexy sandy southport they've fallen they've fallen they've come back but then they've risen again yes. so um yeah it, it, it's it's great to see them in. I don't ever want southport to bloody disappear completely um because they've just done so they're like it's it, it's like a guest appearance yeah. it's like it's like having one of our parents on the show it's like it's like this sitcom <laughs> and our parents turn up it's like oh hey there they turn up once a series it's like oh
4: Hello, it's you!
3: They were number come... one a few weeks ago as well.
4: Yeah,
1: they were number one while
3: you were away. They downloaded a shitload of episodes and then I fucked know. off. And now they've know. come back
1: again. <laughs> uh, thank you, Southport. We love you. Uh, the TV and movie capital of Wales is Cardiff. Well done, Cardiff. It's, it's always great to see Wales in there. Um, you know, uh, my grandparents, my nine, my tide. Uh, it's it's, it's it's always nice, you know. I've got a, I love Wales. It's always nice to see you in there. So the fact that you're 14th, that's bloody brilliant. You're in the top 20, but you are the TV movie capital of Wales, Cardiff. Like, yeah, you've got a little bit. Like every time something's filmed in Wales, it's like you know we could go to I don't know, we could go to Port Talbot, we could go to Aberbenni. It's like no, Cardiff, <laughs> Cardiff. And like we've got a, we've got a, a TV set on Barry Island. It's like yes, but let's go to Cardiff. Um, <laughs> you know, Doctor Who, Gavin and Stacey. I can't think of anything else right now because uh, I'm on the spot. But well done, nice. No, great to see you in <laughs> there. Uh, Thirteen. you Becca, believe it. Big Spencer. It's North Hollywood. Um, Becca and Spencer. I was trying to do big spender. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit shit. Um, but Be- Becker and Spencer are uh, two surnames that um, Corbin Burnson has played, um, oh, who, yeah. and he he resides in North Hollywood, or he grew up in North Hollywood. That's Corbin Benson, Burnson, sorry, even who uh, yeah, who's in? Oh God, what was what was? Uh, Becker in La Law, I think wasn't it? And um, and uh, obviously Psych, you know, a show favourite, uh, TIDRP favourites. Yeah. We do love Psych on this show. Yeah. Uh, number twelve. Hello to everyone that frequen- frequents a bubblegum alley in San Luis Obispo. There is an alleyway. There is an actual alleyway where people stick bubblegum to the walls, and it's famous. I love that idea. Okay. I love that idea. When I lived in a, a reasonably nice area, nicer than here, we <laughs> there's an alleyway down the side of a very nice family pub, uh, in a in a reasonably nice area, uh that's called Dogshit Alley and, and, and like there are there is no rubbish. Oh, God. There is no rubbish. There is no crime. There's no nothing in any part of this area but from one alleyway down the side of the pub where people just let their dog shit. <laughs> just and, oh. and drop crisp packets and all kind cans that's just that. down the side of this. Ad. It's like, why the fuck down the side of this pub? Bubblegum, like, <laughs> dog shit, crisp packets. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I wonder which is the better option. Exactly. It's like, you know, I, I, I it's like, come on, people of Southampton, like, get a fucking grip. It's either Bubblegum Alley or dog shit Alley. Which <laughs> one do you want to be known for? <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Number 11, So one on San Luis Obispo. <laughs> Number 11, obviously Las Vegas. I don't... Like, it, it was weird seeing Las Vegas in there for the first time. Yeah. And now... Now I can't imagine a top 20 without Las Vegas. You're someone's, fucking incredible.
3: Someone's gone to uh, spend all their money, lost it all, and thought, oh, let's listen to these twats and the, on their podcast to try <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs> I've got an extra three
1: days. What do I do? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, number ten. Once upon a time, the brewing capital of the world, Burton on Trent. It's actually Burton upon Trent, but also known as Burton on Trent. Uh, it's around the Nottingham and Derby area. If you're not aware, uh, yeah, it was the brewing area, uh, brewing capital of the world once. Uh, you know, uh, Coors have since bought up one or two of the biggest uh, brewers in the area. But um, yeah, that that wow. I think that's amazing, is it? Of the world, the whole world. That's where, that's where a lot of the brewers used to be. It's it's become a bit of a a monopoly now, which is kind of sad, but, like, there's so much beer. Like, can you imagine living there? Can you imagine living on Burton upon Trent? Oh, my word. It's just just beer heaven, mate. Absolute beer heaven. Lovely. Number nine, Southampton. Busch. On Next one 8. JR listening in Thank you Texas We love you Dallas We love the whole of Texas That lone star state You are so sexy With that solo star Thank you so much For con- your continued support You are absolutely magnificent Please 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 keep Passing that pod Number 7. The ancient market town of Newport Newport? <laughs> Newport, it really is a market town. There's hardly anyone that lives there. It's got so much history. It's absolutely insane.
3: If is, that, you lo- oh, is, that, on. is that Newport, Idlewight, or is that Newport in Wales? That's Newport in England. Oh, so it's Newport in the Idlewight. Wow. Ah, yes,
1: yes. Oh, well done. Well done for your history and your geography. Well done. Ireland. Oh, big kisses. Your way. <laughs> um, but yes, this is a uh, Newport in the UK. It's a a, ton, a shit ton of history. If you want, if you like history, just look into it. God damn! But yes, well done for making number seven. That's a good few episodes downloaded there. Number six, it's them Gold Miner Broncos, Denver. You just refuse to die, don't you? Oh, good me your body. Give me your sexy body, Denver. You absolute beast. Well done. You just keep coming back, don't you? Come on. Come on. Don't give up. Get back to number one again. Come on, Denver. Pass that pod. Right. Number five. Before Dange cuts me off, the New York Yankees are listening in from the Bronx. We've got the Bronx and New York. I don't know how that's any different. How the fuck is that any different, Spreaker? Explain that to me. We've got the Bronx and New York. I thought the Bronx was in New York, but apparently I'm wrong. But (laughs) if someone just explained that to me, that would be absolutely magnificent. But we've got both, and we love you both. Well done for tuning in. Keep passing that pod, everyone. Let's make that area an absolute... TIDRP hotspots, come on, get to number one Number three, Los Angeles, the city of angels You refuse to die as well What is going on with all these regular viewers Actually going like, you know what, fuck you I want to get into one this week There's so much infighting going on It's absolutely magnificent Keep fighting, go Los Angeles Number two, as hard as a granite worktop Waterford, it's actually named, it's a city in the, it's a town, sorry, in the US that's actually named after a town in Ireland that used to, uh, it, it no longer mines granite as their primary source of income. It's actually now a very fancy town. Uh, but, you know, they used to mine and export granite once upon a time. It's It looks, oh, got it. It's, oh, my God. I When I look, when I look at me want to touch myself, it's absolutely incredible. It's a beautiful place. The Inn at number one, ding-dong. Ding-dong, the doorbell, is everyone's favorite ladies. The Avon ladies, Avon, Connecticut. Connecticut, I can't believe you've done it again. We, like, we hit, what was it, Farmington? farmington the other day dude am i right
3: i think i just said it was connecticut so it's possible it was farmington i didn't actually look and see whereabouts i didn't even know you could do that until like last week where i was like oh maybe if i <laughs> click on texas because lloyd was like is san antonio in there i was like i don't know uh, and then i was while he was talking i clicked and I said, like, oh yeah the san antonio show up <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know to be honest it's possible <laughs> 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 this is this is why I needed you back because it's just like I don't know what I'm doing oh, right. I don't know what I'm doing
1: oh shit. that's something we didn't talk about actually but yeah and no, I'm pretty sure we I saw Farmington in there the other day Connecticut is absolutely thank you late to the party but uh it's like it, fashionably late fashionably late to the party you've turned up with a keg. And a pair of neon green hot pants, and uh, a shit awesome playlist.
2: <laughs> it's like okay, everyone, coke for everyone,
1: woo! <laughs> um, you, you've you've turned up late to the party, and you've just we absolutely fucking love you for it. Well done for fighting your way. To the top twice, and you know, it, it, I think it's like three or f- uh, either three to five weeks, something like that. I don't know. I've been all over the place. I've been in bed
5: shivering and dying.
1: But yeah, you. But we appreciate you. That's we appreciate you doing this so much. Keep passing the pod. Keep make just make sure that you keep getting in there. Don't disappear on us. Well done. We love you. Congratulations, Connecticut. Congratulations. Avon, specifically, um, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be saying to everyone, thank you. We love you. It's great to see you all fighting for the top spot and downloading an absolute shit ton of episodes to listen to us two wankers talk about 80s and 90s bullshit. Yeah, That's we... Really- we we're not Joe Rogan. We're not. We're not some reality TV dickheads. We're just. We're just a couple of arseholes who got no training and. Um, As if you can tell. Yeah, and like Dane just likes the quiet life. And I, yeah. you know, and I, I I like a couple of beers and sometimes it's just like we just like we just want to sit here and uh, and enjoy the silence. So like, <laughs> so say. So it's really difficult to fill the silence sometimes with something that isn't incredibly boring. So uh, the fact that you're all tuning in and listening and loving it is, is marvellous. So thank you so much. Keep passing the pod. We absolutely love you. If you, if So anyone from Avon, Connecticut... If you're listening in again, please email in, please, please, please email in to inbox. That is all one word, inbox at gmail.com. You let us know who you are and we will send you a TIDRP mug full of hugs, kisses, hopes and dreams and uh, and uh, yeah, just let let us know, and we'll we'll read your email out the show, and uh, we'll we'll just generally just you know blow smoke up your ass and you how much we love you. So who doesn't love that? Or you can do it, yeah you, know, you, you can us uh, some sort of uh, suit uh, if you don't want to be known, that's great. We'll you know we'll 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 tell you how great you are using your fake name. But just, but give us, give us your name, give us your uh, your address, and we'll send you a mug. Well done, you deserve it, you deserve it for coming in first, right? I'm losing all sense of time <laughs> because I've been gone for about a month. Do we have another after this, Mr. Don Giroux?
3: Yes, we do. Yes, we do.
6: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, that's all the
1: pop pickers.
6: Fit to print for another
1: week. But don't fret, people, because right after the break, we'll be back with your weekly fix of journalistic joy from the retro month of May to 3,000 and what happened way back when.
2: What happened way back then, when, way back then,
6: when's then,
2: then?
1: Hi there, Pod fans. Thanks for joining us as we take another glance into the past and have a retrospective gander at what we were all talking about back in the day. So we can do this, I send Dangerous out to the garage and I have him wheel in our favourite item of record rousing detail detecting bit of kit. Here it is in all its glory the Retro Monthanator 3000. Right, I don't know about you. But I'm hungry for some headlines. Dange, fire up that pooter.
3: Good evening. Here are your headlines for March 1985. Mohammed Al-Fayed buys the London-based department store company Harrods you spin me right round hits in the uk number one breakfast club is released in the uk cinemas
4: oh
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny when you said al fayad in mm. my mind in my mind he kind of didn't exist until like the mid 90s <laughs> when he uh, bought yeah. fulham yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought Fulham. Yeah, had Dodie Al fired and Princess Diana and all that shit. It might like he'd you know like
3: what, statue he'd... of Michael Jackson. Fulham. Fuck me. It's like, okay, he is my friend. I'm gonna make
1: a statue. He's your friend, really? Have you seen the fucking statue? <laughs> shit, me. <laughs> Fuck now. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Al fired buying Harrods. Like, yeah. There's a lot, you know. Even thought about that. Oh, god, okay. All right, well, I I don't know enough about that to talk that right around. I
5: don't know. Uh, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky
1: one because I feel like I, oh, oh, okay. Let's talk about the this this is a prequel. To our breakfast club episode, uh, we've Ooh. already spoken about uh, Simple Minds. I do believe we might have even spoken about the whole soundtrack on our movie soundtrack episode. Uh, awesome. but this was a yeah, this is a, a cracking soundtrack, absolutely fantastic. Um, say uh, Simple Minds, obviously, is the uh, is the most famous song from this film, which is. Um, yeah, which did it, it, it did ab, it did absolutely fantastically well all over the world. Um, as far as I could tell, apart from uh, the UK. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, I think in the UK we kind of like we poo pooed it, uh, but the rest of the world, when for the best part, went, oh yeah, no, it's great song, great song to go with a great film, absolutely fantastic, you know, brilliant. um a, a great cast. Uh, you got the Brat Pack and everything, and not all of them, but you know, some of them. And it's like, well, how come this film hasn't stood the test of time? Like, you know, like, okay, so Millie's 12. She, we, We got her to watch a lot of shit when she was younger, but she doesn't remember a lot of it. So yeah. we're getting her to watch a lot of stuff again. Yeah. Now, she's got a bit of a dark. She's got a bit of a dark sense of humour, bit of a dark <laughs> sense of drama. And so we put on uh, Lost Boys the other day. Yeah. Not, interested. Like Not interesting. Like the end. At the end of it, just tight, like you could see how disappointed she was. <laughs> okay.
3: Wow. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yeah. Like she thought. Obviously, she thought Lost Boys was just boring as fuck. Right, it it was a huge disappointment to uh. You can try. She you can see she's trying to be really um, interested in it. Yeah, she's really trying. She's trying to be really polite. So that's where I was going. (laughs) She's trying to be really polite and and say it it was great. And I and now I don't want her to watch the
3: Breakfast Club. Right, I was going to say as well because Lloyd and I had a kind of discussion last week on the Uncle Buck episode where we were like what would what, what would kids make of this movie now if they've never seen it and they watched it today what would they make of it so i mean i don't know if millie's ever seen uncle buck but oh uh, yeah
1: totally totally and uh, she definitely has i think she should watch it again though because i think instead of uh relating with the little girl I
4: can't remember,
1: no. right is it Maisie or whatever
4: Maisie, yeah she,
1: She might relate more with not Shanice. Shanice is the girlfriend. Tia, thank you. She might I mean there's a good few years difference that she might relate more with Tia uh rather than the other kids now. Um and it's not that she's got an embarrassing uncle, she's got that or you know, with a crazy fluffy hat and will do (laughs) dumb shit and everything and um you know, and we just like doesn't give a fucking shit. Um so she she could und- she 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 might like it more now, whereas before Uncle Buck was a cautionary tale of like be careful, otherwise your crazy uncle might turn round and, and <laughs> let you eat pizza for breakfast. <gasps> oh no, how terrible is that? Um and now uh, but he said now it's a cautionary tale of don't fuck up, otherwise your dad's gonna like, embarrass you in front of your Significant other, <laughs> uh, and now she has a significant other, right? Uh, finally, yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, a significant other that she's quite fond of. Like, you know, she, you can tell. Like, sometimes she's treading on eggshells because if, like, if she says anything wrong, <laughs> I might embarrass the shit out of her. So. <laughs> um, I think, I think she would absolutely love it. She's a good kid. She really appreciates for a 12 year old she's very for a 12 year old Bimbo <laughs> which is what she is she's a 12 year old Bimbo she's fucking smart really appreciative of uh of older uh, stuff and I think I think she'd absolutely love Uncle Buck more than the Breakfast Club now she's okay. a really good kid she's had a detention twice yeah. Not because she's a bad kid, but just because she's a dumbass <laughs> and uh, she can't organize herself.
0: Right. She's a
1: teach- She's a teacher's pet. Okay. <laughs> she's a really good kid. Teachers love her. They, you know, whenever we go to parents evening, it's like,
2: oh my God, she's amazing.
1: Um, but what she is, is really disorganized and forgetful. And she will forget her homework every now and again. <laughs> and that's why she's had two detentions. Um, Exactly, uh, like, like you've—I've never met a more forgetful person, and it's painful. So, I would love to—I would love immediately post detention, yeah, to watch that film with her, and for her to like, you know, get some really good snacks. Yeah. immediately post detention, watch this film with her. And see what she thinks of it now as a 12- year old instead of a nine-year-old, which I think is like the last time we watched it. Yeah. Um, I I'm jealous. I'm jealous of her and her time of life because there's so much potential. like when, when did you watch it? When did you watch it? Because I think I ended up watching it about like 16.
3: Uh, the Breakfast Club was probably one of those '80s movies that I didn't watch until mo- more recently. To be honest, probably about five or six years ago. So,
1: see, at that point where you see, I watched. I remember watching Breakfast Club, St Elmo's Fire, and Porky's around fourteen to sixteen. Yeah, and they really meant more to me then than they did.
4: Yeah,
1: which is so. I think that's how obviously you know you're you know um you you're kind of gonna feel a bit like yeah i like the breakfast club but it's not gonna you're not gonna feel strongly about it to say like i might yeah i watched it when i was a kid but that's um i really I, it's, it's something that meant a lot to me actually you know i i, I I, kind of, I knew teachers, like the guy, I can't remember, he's a tremendous, he's a tremendous actor, I can't remember his goddamn name, but the guy who plays the teacher who's there on a Saturday looking Paul. after these, like, these dickheads.
3: Paul Gle- Paul Gleason. Oh, he, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Oh, he's so good. Absolutely tremendous character act. So fun. So fun. You could depend on him to play a wonderful character and he really did hold it together when a lot of these kids who were great actors but they were kids and they weren't the finished article and he was really good at holding it together it's it's John Hughes so John Hughes couldn't couldn't even hold a fucking film together Um, he had a lot of great ideas but he wasn't a genius filmmaker
3: you know well Again, I guess that's kind of subjective. I guess in terms of the movies he made, but anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's something we need to talk about. This is why I think, like, I, I, I can talk about this more than the other two subjects, but I think we need to, we need to have a really good debate about it. Now, I, I think we should add this, please, 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 write this down now. We'll, we'll add, we'll have a, a Breakfast Club, uh, John Hughes discussion soon, but I just think he's. Um, I kind of think of John Hughes as I think, like like sometimes I think of me, he's like, he's got a lot of great ideas and people should listen to his great ideas, but he doesn't have all the nuts and bolts. Like, so uh, he would come out with 70% of a great story and then he couldn't come up with the rest of the 30, so he would just sew it together with whatever he could find. <laughs> and then the rest of us would just go, all right then, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's John Hughes, okay then. And we would just, we would just eat it. We'd just swallow up. Mm. All right then. <laughs> he wasn't a genius filmmaker. He just had some genius ideas. And he did have some genius ideas. He deserves to be, he deserves to be, um, he deserves his place in history as uh uh, yeah, as a creative genius, absolutely. But I just think there are some of his films were just missing. He's no Scorsese. <laughs> well, no, that's what
3: I'm he's saying. Not. he's no, they no did, they, Scorsese. He did different types of movies. To be fair, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, just, I just think I just think you know you, you get huge script to a great director, and that's an Oscar-winning film every single time. I just think that's what um, The Breakfast Club missed. The Breakfast Club missed an absolutely amazing director and maybe like a a co-writer that could fill in some of the gaps here and there. Okay. Because I just just feel like John Hughes films kind of like, okay, I've got a great storyline and then I don't know how to, and I've got another great storyline here in about half an hour's time, but I don't know how to marry those two up. You know it was just it it was just like two massive great big statues. rather than making one massive statue, he would try and like squeeze five very pretty statues together. It was a very, very weird thing going on with John Hughes, but um uh, that's me, I mean, like how did you feel about it? I know you didn't watch it until recently how do you feel about it like is it one of those films that you know you you want to sit down you want to watch over and over again do you can you relate
3: to it i mean to be honest i've only probably watched it once so i'd need to kind of watch it again to gauge that any kind of a better opinion of it than what i've got i mean when i watched it i thought it was good at the first time i mean i was you know i was a fan of Emilio Estevez um more for watching like i think i've obviously seen him in like national lampoons loaded weapon one and stuff like that and just like <laughs> hot um oh god um the one where he has uh, he's with charlie sheen and he plays two um two gar- garbage men and I, I can't think of the name of the film at the moment oh god but anyway um yeah i mean i i enjoyed it at the time um I mean, I kind of get your point. I mean, Lloyd and I spoke about planes, trains, and automobiles, and he's like, he thinks the film's great, but he just, he's like you, he can't get a grip to the end of the film, where, like, they're like, the whole thing where his wife's died and they invite him back to have Thanksgiving dinner with him, but he's like, well, I don't know what happened to him at the end. I'm just like, can't get over that. <laughs> it's like, okay, I mean, I can get that. I mean, there are certain films that John Hughes has done where you're just like... they're they're a bit odd in terms of what you're saying but i mean there's like quite a few that you know uncle buck was one of them where i think he did pretty good job of um putting the idea together and completing the movie home alone as well another one well
1: that's isn't that um christopher columbus who directed it though home alone
3: uh i want to say uh um I'm pretty sure. But, but possible, Uncle
1: yeah. Buck, Uncle Buck, I think you're right. Uncle Buck I think is quite possibly his greatest all-round achievement as a as a writer and a yeah. director. It made the most sense. There's no huge um, gaps in storyline. Yeah. You're not there going like, "Yeah, one one or all, all of a sudden he's having a fight with the oven. Next thing you know, he's talking to his girlfriend it's it's it flows yeah and i think that's what some of john hughes films don't do very well it's flow it's miniature stories like he, he's a he, he's a tremendous i mean like a, a world-class uh short storyteller yeah is john hughes and um and he deserves the praise that he gets um i i love the shit that he comes up with it's fucking hilarious it's wonderful um but he's not a he's not a, a a genius story teller director but but uncle buck is his best effort i would say where he if he did write and direct that that is his best effort of of telling a story without gigantic gaps uh, that make no sense. That is absolutely tremendous. Mum and I will, for some reason, That's like, I think that's one of my mum's favourite, most favourite films ever. Uh, the ho- Yeah, like the whole, like, I think I've even said this before, like the whole like um, the Macaulay Culkin, John Candy thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why what, what is this? Because of that. Why is this? Because of that. Yeah, the like,
3: question scene. Yeah. 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 Iconic. You got yeah.
1: And and that is one of those scenes where John Hughes has had a great idea, and then doesn't know how to carry it on to the next scene. And that's a good example of that. It's like. I'm a grown up. That's my job. Yeah, you've got more hair up my nose than my dad. How nice of you to notice. You know, it's 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 <laughs> funny. It's really funny. But there's no way to follow that onto the next scene to make that flow. It's just it's one of those John Hughes scenes that you just have to take <laughs> on board and enjoy and chuckle at and just go fuck it. What yeah. what comes next in the next in, in the next thirty seconds? But for yeah, for, as, for, yeah,
3: for me. Uncle Buck and Plain strange and Automobiles, and were probably his best two films he's directed. Um, but that's because I can I can look past the ending of Plain Strains and Automobiles. I like um, it. I like the ending. I think
1: that's like I think that's beautiful uh, it's not beautiful. No, it's beautifully tragic. Yeah. Um I have to I actually have to disagree with Lloyd there. Um because I think I think the fact that he's he's told a lie. Because he's so, because he's so sad and insecure,
4: yeah. Um,
1: and he goes the whole way through that. I agree with you, yeah. Um, and this, this, this is this is a, a bit of a, a new one. Usually, like I think you kind of agree with me. Uh, if you say something, I disagree with you. Uh, but I'm actually, I'm actually agreeing with you, Fred. Change. I, think, uh, I disagree with Lloyd. I, I think that's beautiful. Like he says, you know, actually, I'm a, I'm a very sad and lonely man. And the reason why I've been latching onto you this whole time and making your life a fucking misery is, is because I did once upon a time have a really nice life. And actually, now I'm really sad. And like you know, and and and, and yeah. it, it, it's, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful marriage of of, uh, of an odd of an odd couple. Yeah. You know, as much as John Candy's fucked up the last <laughs> uh, I don't know how long it is. Is it, Two like, days, yeah. is it like three days or something? something the last like that, seventy-two yeah. hours for Steve Martin, um, he has got him home. Yes. yes. He has got Steve Martin home. Uh, he has got the very straight-laced. Steve Martin, home, and he has done what he said he would, and um, and he's he's yeah, and that's why Steve Martin is like, okay, it's not because it's not because John Candy's character is a great guy, it, it, <laughs> he's, he's he's an all right guy, he, he's a yeah. fucking moron, but then he's like, he's, he's a he's a moron, b he's got him home, c there is no so and so, she's gone, she's died, yeah. it's like. Uh, you add all that together, and I, I, I feel, and ever, I feel um, a slight heaviness in my chest as I as I say those things now, and I, I, I think you're, I think again, I agree with you on another level. I, I think that Playing Trains and Automobiles is probably one of John Hughes's best films, like in the in the top three, where he he can really make. All of his genius ideas flow together into one beautiful storyline, yeah. rather than um, a load of crazy kooky ideas yes. that he's stapled together. Yeah, playing strange, and, yeah, playing strange and autumn. Was,
3: really is brilliant.
1: That's a that's a great point. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. It's, um, uh, I mean, I'll,
3: yeah, I mean, I have to just to. Interrupt I mean, I'll have to watch The Breakfast Club again just to, to look at it and just see how it does mesh together in terms of storyline, um, because I've not seen it in so long. I mean, I, like I said, I, there were certain 80s films I hadn't seen, and I got to watch them, and I enjoyed them, um, so I just I need to go back and watch it and just... Mm, not as good as plane trains
1: and automobiles. Uh, auto- no. O- o- Autobobiles? <laughs> automobiles. Now no. that you say it, you're absolutely right. Um, wow. Yeah, make make the most of that. I never, no, I you never fucking... <laughs> I, was, I'm, I'm, yeah.
3: I was sure you were on the side of Lloyd where you are like, oh, I don't like the ending of this either, but maybe I was wrong. So. Uh, uh.
1: I think you're totally right, dude. Uh, I think... Uh, well done to you. I think, yeah, it's... Um, I, uh, yeah, John, anything with John Candy in. I don't. I think if you got John Candy and John Hughes together, John Candy was John Hughes's muse, yes. and um, and would just make the film better. He he would make John Hughes better, and John Hughes would stop talking so much shit and just bring it all together. Yeah, uh, you get certain actors with directors and they just make their films better uh, i yeah. think uh candy was john hughes's muse it's um absolutely i'm so glad i'm so glad that we do this show so glad that we lived in that time and uh I, i'm so genuinely uh grateful yeah for, for you know seeing it and living it at the time we did but shit how long have we been doing um
3: 22 for? minutes so we better be going on oh! to the next segment
4: <laughs> oh shit
1: <laughs> okay what's next
3: oh i think it's the return of two two-paced karaoke i
1: think <gasps> okay no more retro journalistic joy for you lot this week that's your lot we'll be back real soon right after the break Toothpaste Karaoke!
3: Time for Toothpaste Karaoke!
1: Hello my friends, I hope you're all primed and raring to go for everyone's favourite fluoride, fun-filled sing-song sensation. Yes indeed, it's this week's episode of Toothpaste Karaoke! If you've never listened before, then what happens is that my long-suffering co-host, Mr. Dangerous, tries his utmost to guess what songs I'm singing whilst I'm brushing my pretty white and shinies. But
4: on top of that,
1: what links these songs together? It's devilishly difficult, so I hope you're all paying attention as you play along at home. So, Dangerous, what am I singing for Song (laughs) 1? Song one What was I singing in song one That was Live and Kicking It wasn't Live and Kicking Because that's with Andy Peters (laughs) 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 It was Live and Kicking Yes it was Well done (laughs) sir I was a bit worried about this. I was going, oh, first one back. I'm going to do this one. He's going to really hate it. No, <laughs> oh, but that's fucking great. Well done, you. Okay, are you ready for song two? As I'll ever be. bad check right. What am I singing in song
2: two? <laughs> <laughs> Never left too long to my pride. I'm the only way I find And when I have that feeling I can no longer try I can no longer hold on Oh, I have that feeling I can no longer hold oh, no. on
1: Okay, song two. What's the singing? The song two.
3: Oh God, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, that's right. Because I was <laughs> singing it with so much passion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I needed to calm down.
1: That one didn't
3: I? Yes. 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 <laughs> that's that, that, that's <laughs> it. Yes. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of it in my head, and I'm just like, <laughs> yes, mm, calm down. Oh, God, hang
1: on. Oh, we've oh, oh, waited such a long time for you. <laughs> oh, God. Guest, come on. We can't leave any dead air. This isn't a TV programme.
3: <laughs> I know.
2: This is the radio.
3: Dude, it is dude. it is i'm literally trying to think of the name of the song in my head trying to think of the lyrics <laughs> i've got the lyrics in my head i know it's not coming to the chorus. say no, the lyrics then not... i can no longer hide i can no longer run oh i can say what you want but i can't say something like that anyway
1: <laughs> i think you had it then
3: i can no longer run i can no longer hide I can say what you want but oh god
1: Said, there's a thousand people. We don't have a thousand people listening to this each week. There's, no, <laughs> no. there's a thousand people. There's a thousand people asking you right screaming right now, saying, You say the name of the song.
3: Am I? I yeah. Can no longer run. <laughs> can no longer run. Do, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I have to, I think.
1: You can say what you want, to, but I'll change my mind. They're the same.
2: About you. Uh. Uh,
1: say what you want by Texas. That
2: was it, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Song three. What am I singing to song three? Oh, <laughs> one. Just estou- oh. to get so the now and no way to run away. oh oh <Étmud> <üzik>
1: okay that's song three what was they singing in song three
3: i might need to listen to that one again (laughs) oh
1: my god okay right here we go was it that bad or you're that close
3: a bit uh, I just, yeah, this is just again. I'm <laughs> not <must drop> <laughs> That pattern.
1: Okay, here we go. Song three. What am I singing of song three?
2: Oh, the one one the the I'll say you're 45, now in I really, you. We're not oh, i oh,
3: okay that was song three what was i singing in song three it does sound familiar again um i want to say something like it was like leave it out baby or something like that but i can't remember the name of the song it was
1: yes i see it did did okay I, I see where you're going with that it's not it was deacon blue real time gone Gone kid, kid,
4: yes,
1: there we go. So, okay, do you, do you remember the first one? Do you remember what you said?
3: Well, the first one was, um,
1: yeah, you can say what you want by Texas and Real Gone Kid by Deacon Blue. What's the link between the three songs?
3: Real Gone Kid, Live and Kickin', Say What You Want. The clue is in the
4: bands.
3: So Deacon Blue, Texas,
1: and uh Simple Minds. Simple Minds. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: that,
1: that that should be our anthem, really. You know, they should be the they should be the uh the mascot for the show, Simple Minds. <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, my God. Simple Minds, Real Deacon Blue, Texas. Oh, my God. Mm, indeed. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> just guessing, I'm just going to be guessing otherwise. My guess would
1: suck. Okay. Uh,
3: there's, a, uh,
1: there's thousands of people. Thousands of people, especially in one country, all screaming at you right now. If... They actually gave a shit about this show. (laughs) They're all three of them are Scottish bands. Right. That's it. That's it. Simple Minds, Texas, Deacon Blue, Scottish bands. There we go. That's
3: it. That's it. What happens when you don't do toothpaste karaoke for three weeks? My brain Uh... just does not work properly. Well, it goodness. doesn't work usually You use <laughs> oh, <catch> wow. that tra-
1: <laughs> That's what you say My brain
3: is not working That's what you usually say I've just not cut out for this shit
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 No, bullshit This is the worst you done Bring back Lex Lloydy's 80s <laughs> and 90s random film review Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I can sit here and just say nothing
1: Yes. Oh, Britt, no, no, no. I will force you. I will force you to say shit. Oh. oh dear. Okay. Well what's after what's after um I mean let's face it. This is just a little hiccup that yes. I just had myself. <laughs> this little hiccup uh on on, on the uh the, your your road of generally being quite awesome at this. Um what? What's next? Next, I believe, is Ask Dangerous. No more time for fluoride fun fill frivolity this week. We'll be back right after the break.
2: Ask Dangerous Day.
0: Ask Dangerous Day. Stuff about the
2: old game Yes, he's got the questions's got
3: the memories. Maybe not his fault, but true, yeah. Yeah! Oh hi there. I didn't hear you knock. Come on in and warm yourself up by the fireplace. Pour yourself a drink and settle back and listen to another delightful arse dangerous segment. I hear a lot of stories. I suppose they could be true all about love and what it can do to you. Highest risk of striking out, the risk of getting hurt, and still I have so much to learn. Well, I know because I think about it all the time, I know that love, real love has quite a price and a good heart (laughs) these days is hard to find. Yes, this man has a good heart and he's back this week from holiday and from illness to pick up the baton from Lloyd and continue his never-ending pursuit of greatest 80s and 90s theme tune tunes. So let's welcome him back and say, what have you got for me this week, (laughs) Kat?
1: Thank you very much. These past few months, we have delved into the minor dangerous to determine the greatest 80s and 90s TV theme tune ever. I'll give dangerous four matchups, and he has to choose... Who is the superior tune and therefore will progress to the next round. Some big hitters have gone home already. So it's only going to get more controversial and more upsetting for me. But uh, but this is Ask Dangerous and he is mighty and his word is final. So, co-host of mine, are you ready for Ask Dangerous? I am ready. Okie dokie, piggity pokey, match up one. Father Ted
3: Ooh. versus Lovejoy. Oh, wow. Okay. Father Ted versus Lovejoy. Ah, well, I mean, Father Ted was a great show. I love Father Ted. It's not about the show, it's all about the theme tune. Trying to remember the Lovejoy theme tune. I know it was fairly catchy from what I can remember, but I can't quite grasp in my mind's... my memory bank as to what it was like, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it is a cracking theme tune. It's so much fun, but
3: you really can't remember. No. Oh... Which means, uh, you know, if we're going by anything we've done in the past, if I can't remember it, then I've just got to ultimately put part of a TED through because I can't remember. <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh, there we so, match-up one was that easy, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Match-up two.
1: and oh, a second. Just want to have a little I'll look at something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm starting to think. Hang on a second. I put this. I've already done this one. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm, I feel like I've already. Oh, yeah, I haven't. A... Well, <laughs>
4: let's just dun- dun- dun-
3: dun- 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 see the
2: matchup,
3: and we'll see if it has or not. Yeah, Sesame Street. That's not the
1: one I'm worried about, but apparently, so far, I haven't asked you about Night Rider. You not? Know. No, apparently not. I haven't seen. the Bill, Quantum Leap, Baywatch, Home Improvement, Crystal Maze, Seinfeld, Fraser, Bottom. Blockbusters, Fraggle Rock, Miami Vice, Only Fools and Horses, EastEnders, Boy Meets World, Lady Super Ray, Absolutely Fabulous, He-Man, Blackadder, Count Duckula, Magnum PR, The Young Ones, Spectre Gadget, Cheers, Bullseye, Dukes of Hazzard, Potion Pat, Moon, Dynasty, Wheel of Fortune, Airwolf, 18, Rainbow, Chucklevision, TJ Hooker, Transformers, Heidi High, Hide, Round of Twist, Malcolm in the Middle, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Danger Mouse, The Raccoons, Law and Order, Sister Sister, Neighbours, Red Dwarf, Super Ted, Jason the World Warriors, Ghostbusters. Question of Sport, Mars, Cat, Challenge Anna. Challenge Annika, <laughs> Ulysses. Shortland Street. Brookside. Hill Street Blues. Clarissa. Clarissa Clitty. Clitty? Ritter? <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. This is your life. Sabrina. Hey, Arnold, Nightmare, Jonathan, Creek, Fly, Doctors, Dark, Widow, Power Rangers. <gasps> Big breakfast, duck Tows, Animaniacs, Denver the last dinosaur, through the keyhole, rescue Rangers, litless hobo, ju south, willy fog, catch phrase, save by the bell, good night, sweetheart, Dawson's Creek, Thomas the Tank Engine, Sons and Daughters, Charlie, Chalk, X Files, Smurfs, Street Hawks versus Minder, Grange Hill, David the Name, Fireman Sam, Albert the Fifth, Musketeer, Dog Tanya, and Gummy Bears, Bertha versus Home and Away penny crayon and street family Nest, heidi high oh i've already said heidi high we've done heidi high twice (laughs) neither (laughs) of them have gone through
3: (laughs) so apparently um, night rider has not been done no okay wow two iconic theme tunes there sesame street yeah I, i do remember sesame street the old sesame street from the uh from the 80s that i used to watch on channel four yes at about one o'clock with, in the with, afternoon with a
1: big dog that would
3: yes. run around yeah yes oh sesame street that was a great tune
1: do, 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 <laughs> do. oh i love that
3: and the yeah. dog would just run around and you're like
1: is the dog going to take us to sesame street <laughs> apparently not apparently not Can you tell me how to get
3: how to get to Sesame Street? Yeah, the dog wouldn't tell you. The dog would just fuck around. Yeah. A Knight Rider. Wow. I mean, iconic eighties TV show, but a great theme tune as well. That's a tough one. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh, Go on. You you know you know what I want. You know what I want to hear. Say the opening bit. Go on. Say the what? opening bit tonight, Rider.
3: Oh God. <laughs> Night Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist.
4: <laughs> Michael
3: Knight, a young loner on the on the uh, champion. No, Michael Knight, the young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the champion the cause of the helpless, the powerless, the innocent. In a world of criminals who operate above the law, yay! Is <laughs> so.
1: So is there really? Is there really any competition?
3: <laughs> well, much I mean, I love. I mean, six-year-old Sesame, six-year-old six Dane would have loved Sesame Street. <laughs> but I do think that Night Rider is going to prevail on this occasion. Here
1: we go. Uh t- 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 to be fair, I, I I did give love uh to Love Joy. I did give Knight Rider a, a bit of stiff competition with Sesame Street. Yeah. I feel bad for Sesame Street. It's like send it's like oh, it's like Everton going out in the first round of the FA Cup. Oh, oh. okay, <laughs> matchup three. Black beauty. Oh. versus Sharky and George. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! Now I have a very definite favourite here, so it'd be interesting to see
3: what you'll do. I do remember Black Beauty, and I do remember Sharky and George.
1: Uh, if, if anyone, if you if you're listening to this and you don't know the theme tunes, go and YouTube it. Just put us on pause, go listen to the theme tunes, listen, enjoy, come back. And if you disagree with anything that Dane says, go fuck yourself. Now if, you, <laughs> <laughs> now, if you disagree with anything that Dane says, get in touch with the show. T-I-D-R-P Inbox. That is all one word. T-I-D-R-P Inbox. All one word at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. But go on. go on. I've given you a bit of time. Black Beauty or Sharky and George.
3: Okay. well, I think I made a decision and I'm going to put through Sharky and George.
1: You're wrong. You're fucking wrong. (laughs) I'm
3: not wrong. You're wrong. Sharky and George. Sharky and George is epic. Fuck you. They're the crime busters of the sea. They might be (laughs) the crime busters of the sea.
1: Oh my god. Can you believe that?
3: Oh my word. Right. Yes. Right,
1: right, Your word is final bullshit. Oh, <laughs> you,
3: you're the one who said that, not me.
1: <laughs> I'm going to change it next week to, uh, it's like, he is mighty and his word is final until he makes a fucking stupid decision.
2: <laughs> All right, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Match-up four. We've got Cops. Not the cartoon, the Bad boys, bad boys. What you're <laughs> yep. gonna do? We've got that versus Banarang, Banarang, Thundercats. Oh. Yeah, Cops versus Thundercats. Now, that's quite a. I really wanted to just, yeah, you know, every now and again, what I'm realizing, what I'm doing is putting up a weak theme tune against a strong theme tune. What I need to start doing is is putting up
3: some strong against strong didn't realize that's what i was doing so here we go harder a lot harder in the next few rounds after this round oh yeah
1: oh yeah big time harder than a porn star with viagra
3: (laughs) oh both quality theme tunes hmm
1: Oh, indeed! Ooh, fucking hell, well, this one's it, it, this is another
4: one.
3: Okay, uh, I think I'm going to make a decision, and I'm going to put through to anyone's surprise. Bundercats.
1: cats. Oh, if you hadn't, you and I were going to fall out. <laughs> wow! You've yeah. already you've
3: already <laughs> fucking
1: eliminated uh, raccoons.
3: Oh, I, was gonna, uh, oh. I know, but I mean, again, the opening theme tune is not as great as the end theme tune. It's fucking amazing. It's it is amazing, amazing, but it's not if you'd put, no. like, run with us or run no. with me. Um,
1: no. Yeah. No, hang on.
3: Where was it? <laughs> Where was it? Where it, What's
1: it? Law and Order. Bah, bah,
3: bah, bah, bah. That's why I put That's through against the raccoons,
1: Rather than, this is the evergreen forest. Quite peaceful, serene. That is until Bert Raccoon wakes up.
2: Yahoo! Yikes! You put
1: through.
3: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you up one day wow i mean okay i mean yeah. again it is the word you know the word. final word is mine so um yeah that's true there were some good matchups some very good matchups indeed so i mean that was that was bloody marvelous now get out of my house welcome back to bad dad joke corner are you a dad that
1: tells bad jokes a mum that tells dad jokes or can you just not help yourself? Well, get in touch because we want to hear your terrible jokes. Even if you're listening to this weeks or months later, please, please send yours into TIDRP inbox. Remember, that's all one word TIDRP inbox at gmail.com. Q Music. <laughs> Where does Rose Petal
3: sleep? Don't know, where do they sleep? In her flower bed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Zing!
1: Ah, That's from our OG, Karen! <laughs> Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you very much, OG. We love to see you, baby. Thank you for getting in touch with us. See? See? When people get in touch with us, we do read out the jokes. See?
3: Yes, we do. Yes, we even yeah. tell them. We say, though, who's actually done it. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. See? When people get in touch, we actually read out the jokes. So, why don't you just
3: do it? Why
1: don't you just yeah. be like Karen? Actually, just do it come on people thank you very much karen love you gorgeous uh yes so that is t-i-d-r-p inbox all one word t-i-d-r-p as in the insanely dangerous retro pod show inbox at gmail.com
3: Right. Yeah, well we, we, we could go on about it. Yeah, yeah. We could, but we won't. <laughs> we'll just move yeah. on. We'll we're, we're move on to the last segment, I think. Quarterly 90s. Oh.
5: Hey there, Gaz and Dange. It's Andrew and Brandon from Namely 90s, your brother horseman in this retro apocalypse. Today we have a little quiz for you. A memory game, if you will, that Gaz has brilliantly named Quotely 90s. Each week we'll send you a quote and see if you can guess its origin from some piece of pop culture in the 1990s. Just remember, our worlds weren't as interconnected then since we lived across the pond and the internet still ran at 26 kilobits per second. We'll also, for our own amusement, do multiple readings and either do poor imitations of the character slash person who said it, or just poor imitations of whomever we feel like. And if you're lucky, you'll hear Andrew slip into his terribly offensive English accent. Well, is that enough of a setup for you lads? Are you ready for Quotely 90s? Name the movie and, if possible, the character who said this. Bonus points for the actor. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, your opinion, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah,
3: well, you know, it's
5: just like your opinion, man.
3: Well, man, that's just your opinion. Do you, do you know where this is from?
5: It,
1: it's really familiar.
3: Uh, I think I uh, might know what it was from.
1: Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I could just... It's not. It's not that I know the film. Like, yeah, yeah. Why can I hear? Why can I hear someone saying, yeah? Well, you know, <laughs> it's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. Oh, that's Jeff Bridges. <laughs> that's Jeff Bridges. Okay, okay. So it's Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Okay, it's Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! Is that is that the Big
3: Lebowski? It is, yes. Yeah. Is it Jeffrey Lebowski, the dude? Well, oh, yeah, man. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! Like I've got a, a fancy dress party coming up with the uh, with the you know, the mighty Chandler's Ford Veterans team. <laughs> okay. um, and it's like everyone's going to like, oh yeah, you're, oh, yeah, he's going to go as it because my nickname within the football team is the genie, um, <laughs> so everyone is expecting me to go as uh, the Disney genie, like blue face <laughs> up, oh, God. which I'm sure is racist. So I can't do that. I can't do blue face. Um, <laughs> Oh, fuck that blue face shit um now i go blue face or or, or, or i because I, I, I look like a fat johnny depp <laughs> um like i'm the i'm the sexiest fat bloke you've ever seen i look like a fat johnny depp and i'd look really really good as a fat captain jack sparrow uh okay. but the other thing what well, but but what i really wanted to do was go as um the dude and um i love jeff bridges I love yeah. Jeff Bridges' uh, delivery. Like, I think he's um, De Niro good. And yeah. I don't think anyone realises just how fucking good Jeff Bridges is. Oh, he's tremendous. I, I think that's it, isn't it? I think like, I, that's it. I'm it, oh, Sorry, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's my first one back.
3: and I think I've got it. Yeah, I it? think it is, yes. I'll go. Oh, go. All right. All right. <laughs> upon the
4: answer that <laughs> <laughs> okay
3: <sighs> calm down <sighs> and relax
5: okay welcome back guys hopefully we tossed you an easy one to prove Lloyd can't replace you
2: yeah well you know that's just like uh, your opinion man
5: it was said by the dude Jeffrey Lebowski, played by Jeff Bridges in The Big Lebowski. The line is his quick comeback when Jesus taunts him at the bowling tournament, and it is now a giant internet meme. And if you're interested in hearing more about The Big Lebowski, we discuss it further on next Monday's March 1998 episode of Namely 90s. Find it on your platform of choice at Namely90s.com listen. Now back to the extremely chill, insanely dangerous Gaz and Dange, and possibly Lloyd.
3: What did they say about Lloyd? Possibly Lloyd, they said. Oh, possibly Lloyd. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Lloyd did get his, fir- his first attempt on Quarterly 90s. He got it straight away. So. Um, but,
1: yeah. Oh, no one likes a
3: fucking know-it-all. Oh, <laughs> Although, to be fair, he did struggle on the second one, which only because he hadn't watched Ace of Ventura before. And what? Uh, Yes. <laughs> He wasn't really into a. He wasn't really into Jim Carrey's uh, Ace Ventura and Mask. I think the first um, Jim Carrey movie he watched was Dumb and Dumber. So, um, <laughs> which is, I mean, to be fair, I mean, at the time, you can imagine how annoying it must have been. Like every kid watching Jim Carrey's Ace Ventura oh, and yeah, going totally to school and doing all the fucking catchphrases. Must really <laughs> looking at it now, you think oh, I was a bit of a twat. Keep doing that all the time. Uh, it must be really annoying <laughs> but back then you're just like yeah just doing all the stuff so um yeah lloyd was someone who just didn't watch it so he struggled with that one but, but...
1: i i had a, a similar thing with pamela anderson like, like i don't understand what everyone was like fucking buzzed no. about pamela anderson like I'll oh, just shut the fuck up and piss off all you yeah <laughs> so no i totally i totally get that yeah yeah absolutely no um that was a good one. I, I I got that completely wrong. Like in my head, in my head, he was like more a, animated. Um
4: Yeah.
1: I can't believe it was like, well, you know, yeah, whatever. Good, I I, yeah. I I don't I, don't, I, I can't. Like, that's not how I remembered it whatsoever. Like I I remember that <laughs> film like the the dude being so so much more animated. But there you go but but you know for the first time in like what oh man like three weeks uh, no well never mind the three weeks like you know the the 10 weeks preceding that i got, I've got, I've, i've got i i haven't got this in fucking ages and i've got i've got the big lebowski <laughs> on my
2: return Woo-hoo! come on
1: yes no i love the dude i love the dude um I think he's an ingenious uh cinematic creation and um and i love i love jeff french say this is absolutely fantastic so happy to be back <laughs> absolutely fantastic for those guys to to, to cue me up with us with a softball which is what they always say it's like, oh this one might be a softball it's like yes it is this one was a softball
2: thank you very
4: much <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, uh oh uh, brand Thank you. Thank you, you absolutely delicious, namely boys. And if you like your retro with a bit more of a 90s flavor, uh like 90s specific flavor rather than 80s, 90s, like we do it, then make sure you tune in to namely 90s. It's absolutely fantastic, it's got absolutely everything you can ever want very specifically down to the week. It is the week, isn't it? Not just talking bollocks. It's the month. It's the month. It's the month. Yeah. Sorry, the month. <laughs> you are talking bollocks. <laughs> I am talking bollocks. Sorry, it's my first week back. I'm just all excited. It's the end of the night and I don't know what I'm talking about. It's down to the month. And they're they're, they're absolutely fantastic. They've had us on a quite you know quite a few times and they lead this absolute knobhead through the show. So you absolutely you know for a fact that they're going to nail absolutely episode. Um right. Um oh, your voice throat, is going a bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, the throat's man. going. I'm yeah. tired. Uh, it's 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 been like a month since I've done this. I am so, so tired now. But I've done all right. I've, I've I only cocked up right at the very end. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it's so great to be back. What's well, the um? I know I've got to go to bed because I- I'm starting to. Well, li- oh, fucking hell, I really can't talk. Can I? Um,
3: you are losing your voice.
1: Yeah, but why do you have to go to bed?
3: Right, I've got to get up in the morning because I've got a. Uh... A meeting with the Thundercats producers to uh, to to do a reboot with uh, starring us as the lead characters. So, oh, are you Lion-O or Panthro? Well, I'm gonna be Lion-O You're but, gonna be Lion-O? Yeah, you'll be Panthro. <laughs>
4: Dane,
3: Dane-Joe and uh Fro. Jazz Fro. <laughs> <laughs> <Guess> for, what? <laughs> You hadn't thought about that, had you? No. No. No, I just came up with that now.
1: <laughs>
3: no shit. <laughs> oh,
1: you've killed me. Oh,
4: you've
1: killed me. Right. Hey, the fuck off, right? Insaniacs, danger heads. Thank you so much for tuning back in. We absolutely bloody love you. I know that sounds so generic and so boring, <laughs> but um yeah, thank you so much. Um I have been I've been dying to come back and talk to you and uh it's it's been absolutely wonderful being here, Walter. You can rest your voice. You can
4: yeah. rest your
1: voice. It's been wonderful speaking in general. So I am going to go back and I'm going to rest my voice, ready for Saturday. Thank you, everyone. This is it. Until next week. Okay, Insane X and Danger Heads, that's us all done for another week. Time for Danger Myself to leave you in our rearview mirror like a real life outrun. Don't forget to contact the show for a chance to win some goodies and make sure you tune in next week for more retro radness. Until then, you stay frosty.